When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S dot com. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, the podcast where we cover all the pop culture we love to hate, from the classic reality TV moments of the past and present to the latest Daily Mail headlines and everything in between. We'll dive into all the infamous and notorious messes you can't stop watching. I'm looking at you, Jax Taylor. I'm your host, Ryan Bailey.
smack it, look back at it on my attic. episode of so bad it's good with ryan bailey we did it folks we did it it is finally over the beverly hills season is done uh pat yourselves on the back we only have 12 more reunion episodes to go and then we're officially done no we'll probably have four right and don't worry we'll talk about the uh the old real housewives of beverly hills reunion trailer that just came out today Kathy came to play. This is, I mean, I I truly got scared that Kathy was going to come in timid, and it just doesn't look like she did. Also, they didn't put this in the trailer, but then they put a uh, a little teaser for next week on Bravo tonight. And it looks like Jamie Lee Curtis is the special guest on the first part of the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills reunion. Chic. I told you she was going to be there, didn't I? I love when I'm right about things. It, it, it seems to be happening more and more frequently, but only in the world of Bravo and Housewives. I'm right at about nothing in my actual life. How are you guys doing? I feel like I haven't talked to you forever, even though I talk to you pretty much every day. I had to take yesterday off. Um, I was going to do a Salt Lake reun- uh, Salt Lake recap, and I still am. But I went through yesterday, and there was just so much going on. And I, I did. You had the Kardashians, Beverly Hills, Salt Lake, and uh, I started taking notes on Salt Lake, and I just couldn't do it. It was like eleven o'clock at night, and I was like, I am feeling sick. I'm feeling. And and next week's BravoCon, you guys, we're going to BravoCon. By the way, Maritza Lopez, who does all my graphics, and I mean, she's part of my dream team uh, with Sandra Fryer, and and she, we're going to meet for the first, like, can you believe, I have not ever met Maritza. We are going to meet for the first time at BravoCon. We talk, like, every day in, like, text or email form, or we podcast over on the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash so bad. It's good, you guys. Two-hour Selling the OC recap, episode number six with Kate Legaco that I did last night. That is one of my favorite ones I ever did because I love when I take detours because, I mean, I do it so much on the main feed as well. But it is so – I had such a fun time recapping it with her, but it also just wore me the hell out. And then I was watching all of these shows, and by the time I got to Salt Lake and it was like – Whitney was like – I think I was assaulted as a kid. I was like, oh no. I really, like, it just made me feel so bad that I was like, I don't think I can keep taking notes on this. I don't think I can do this tonight. Uh, you know, sometimes 
it's weird. That's the the good thing about doing the podcast every day is that I get to talk with you guys every day and I get to kind of get whatever demon I have in me out uh, and, and kind of go on to the next day. But then sometimes it's when there's so much going on and it's all cool stuff, right? Like, except for like me working out with my trainer, that sucks. Which by the way, you guys, I got a haircut and I kept the mustache and then my trainer doesn't even notice I got a haircut. It really made me so, so sad. I was like, I usually wear a hat. I thought he would be like, yo, looking good, man. And he didn't. And now I'm like, what the, what the hell is wrong? What, what's going on? Anyways, I have to go back to my trainer tomorrow, so I'm hoping he notices or this will all be for naught. Uh, I hope you guys are doing good. I'll do that Salt Lake recap for you on Saturday. Not that anybody needs it, but, you know, we got to keep up with appearances, right? Um, it has been a crazy crazy week in so many reasons, for so many reasons, and not even just in terms of my personal life, but pop culture as well. Now, I kept saying this week that I was going to talk about all the Kanye West stuff, and I think it got to today, and I was like, you know what? I don't know if I'm going to have anything to add to this conversation, and I don't know if it's healthy for me to even continue to talk about it. Um, Because I'm deeply invested in it, but it's not something that I really want to promote. He's kind of on his own thing. By the way, I'm doing this. This is 930 at night, and I got to finish this in a couple hours so I can watch the Southern Charm Reunion and then Kanye West on Tucker Carlson. Nice. Um, Truly bizarre times that we live in. And it all comes off as like just one big giant housewife show. (laughs) So amazing. Uh, I just want to congratulate all of you guys, though, like I said at the beginning, is that we did it. Not only have we made it to Friday, but we have made it through the entire season. And yeah, the reunions and all that stuff, but we made it. What another painful season. Uh, Like at the beginning of the week, we had Watch What Crappens on. And Ronnie said, if you don't get to the end of a season of Beverly Hills and want it desperately to be over, then that show didn't do its job. And it did its job. I was so happy to have it over. I'm going to be sad to not talk about these ladies. uh, But we still got like a month left. And of course, I'll end up marrying Sutton at some point, so I'll be able to talk about her to you guys for the rest of my life. Do you think I'll meet Sutton at BravoCon? I feel like I've gotten so ballsy with just like, I, I now, I tag her on, like I'll, like, I'll literally go on her post and just go, I love you. <laughs> you just, that's not weird, is it? Like, you don't think that's going to creep her out. I'll be like, I love you, Sutton. <laughs> and the thing is, like, listen, If you watch the episode, the finale at the end, it says her and Sanjit are just friends. So like, come on, man. Hey, move over, Sanjit. It's Ryan Bailey time. Like, come on. I just want one picture at BravoCon. I want to meet all you guys. All you guys are going. You better say hi to us. Me and Meditza will be there, and and we're going to be passing out cool cards. Um, so bad it's good cards, and we got some other things planned, and we're going to meet up at I think Saturday. I get to talk to Sandra and Meditza finally tomorrow about everything. I just had to get through today, and then some of tomorrow, and then I've got the weekend. But it's it's so busy prepping. I I'm trying to find the right outfits. I mean, how do you find Spanx for men. That's really, that's the, my main my main thing, you know? It's like I had all this time during COVID to lose all of this weight and it just, it's not, it didn't happen. So I hope anybody who meets me at BravoCon is not expecting the sex symbol that you all think that I am, even though I am the bad boy of podcasting. Don't forget it. Um, let's see, a couple of show announcements. 
Um, I am on Comments by Celebs podcast tomorrow with Emma. I had to fill in at the last minute and I just love those girls so much. And we had a really fascinating conversation, not only about Salt Lake and Beverly Hills, and it's going to be really different than this one. If you guys are tuning in for the first time to this podcast, I want to tell you that there are timestamps. You can skip past that first song next time you listen. If you want to come back and listen, if you don't like to jam out to like mash up hits, I get it. Just skip past that. If you don't want to hear this first part, I'm going to put a timestamp where the Beverly Hills recap starts. Even though these are kind of just long flowing lyrical poem podcasts where we just go for hours and we forget about all of our troubles. We make fun of these ladies and not ourselves. And at the end, we cleanse ourselves and we just feel good going into the weekend. And then we get to really have a blast. Um, if you are looking for, oh yeah, so comments by celebs, go check that out tomorrow. I love that. And I'm going to get to meet them at BravoCon, which I'm so excited. Um, also I talked to so many cool people today that you're going to hear next, next week. Kate Casey's coming on again. I've got a surprise guest that you're going to hear. I talked to this new girl that has a podcast on, um, it's a true crime podcast about, uh, dating. And cause she says, you know, dating actually is considered true crime now. Uh, because people do it so poorly. <laughs> we were talking about like, uh, you know, Maroon 5 and Tristan Thompson and all this stuff. I can't wait for you to hear that. There are just so many damn cool people in the world. And that's why I recommend for everybody, and I do believe this will be true, that we will all have a podcast or a YouTube channel one day, and you'll get to see exactly what I'm talking about. In my normal life, I hate talking. You can ask any of my normal, like just real life friends, I don't like talking. Like, <laughs> And so it's really, really interesting and weird that I can communicate with you guys, and I genuinely consider you my friends. Like I'm like, oh my God, I can't wait to tell you guys this, or I can't forget to tell you guys this, and I it's like, it's hard because sometimes I don't want to talk about Lisa Rinna anymore, but at the same time I sit down and then I get excited and I know I'm like, oh, wait, you guys are, by the way, Juliana Carraza has taken notes for the most of this season of Beverly Hills and she killed it. I mean, she killed it. Juliana, you killed it. Thank you so much. I could not do this with, I mean, the further I get into this and the busier I get with this, which is just such a blessing, it is hard for me to like these notes. It'll take like two plus hours to get all the details. And she nailed it. And by the way, also, she was listening to the podcast on her fridge. I posted a photo on Instagram and I was like, what? The future is now. Screw whatever Kanye West is doing. You can listen to podcasts through your refrigerator and it had the, the podcast logo, you guys. And like for me, the fridge, I've never been part like what I'm used to doing is like sneaking in my undies at 3 a.m. to like eat ice cream, like just in shame by the fridge. And this time I get to see my podcast on the fridge and I'm like, finally, something that I'm proud of associated with a re refrigerator. But Juliana, I know you're listening. Thank you so, so damn much. Like, I mean, really, you you do not know how much it helps me. I still watch these episodes like two to three times each and I read up so much on it. Uh, but these notes, just the actual talking about it helps so much. And I also wanted to thank, um, if you listen to the Patreon, if you're a member, uh, we're recapping the entire new season of the Kardashians over there. And it is so cool. I have, uh, this girl, Angelina Faye, offered to take notes for me on that. And it was just, I was like, yeah, are you sure? And I always have to warn people that it's like, do you know what you're getting yourself into? First off, it's already your shame. You're ashamed for watching the Kardashians to begin with. And then secondly, then when you actually start typing their dialogue, 
<laughs> it gets really, really sad because you're like, what am I doing with my life? Like, why am I rewinding to find out what Corey Gamble just said to Chris while they're eating gummies in Palm Springs? You know what I'm saying? So she took notes on that. I'm going to do that recap after this, and that'll be on the Patreon for, for all you Patreon subscribers. Go join up over there. We're also going to be doing some special things over at BravoCon on the Patreon. And we'll do some BravoCon stuff, of course, on here as well. And you'll be hearing new episodes next week, even even when we're there. Um, so I wanted to say, Angelina Faye, thank you for doing that on the Patreon. And I will put a link because she has a sub stack you can sign up for. Uh, and she's going to be doing this, I think, again. So I'll I'll keep plugging her because that really helps. Now, if somebody wants to take notes on uh, Southern Charm or Salt Lake City, let me know because I... I I, the Salt Lake City, I just had a mental block with that, you guys. Sometimes, like I said, you just get so full and you realize you haven't been outside and you're like, this is getting too intense. And for those of you watching YouTube, uh, you can just by the intense look on my face. Also, Medita, Medita like posts all of these on YouTube. Is there any way, like, because when I see myself in the Zoom screen here, like, I actually don't mind how I look. But then when it goes up on YouTube, it reverses my face. It reverses my image. And my face looks crooked. Do you know what? <laughs> Madita, like, can you make my face look not crooked and make it look like it does? <laughs> Madita, can you give my face plastic surgery when you put it up on YouTube? Because it flips the image. So, like, I look at it right here and I'm like, okay. You know, not great, but not horrible, right? Like, not Brad Pitt, but not, you know, I'm trying to, I'm, I can't even think of it. Not PK, even though, even though PK is really coming into his own. Punta Mita, that's where you got to go. I'm John Jansen. I just did that for a handful of listeners that love when I do. I'm John Jansen, which is Shannon Bedore's uh, boyfriend, who I secretly think is very angry. So when I did the OC recaps, I would always go, I'm John Jansen, because he would just. Mm. Anyways. Yeah, Medica, can you fix my face? Can you see if they can keep the image the way I see it? Um, should we get into this? Because we got, man, we got some stuff to talk about. And I also want to say some stuff I guess up front is the Kathy stuff. You know, I was reading something about like, I, I don't get why all you guys are like standing Kathy so hard. And I think first off, one of the reasons is because she's something new and they also use her sparingly. Right. So every time she pops up, it's kind of refreshing. I also, I don't hero worship Kathy Hilton. I'm not like, my God, I want to hang out with this lady. Like, I, once again, want to go on record as saying, I have no doubt she lost her shit in Aspen. The only thing that would personally offend me is if she did use that F slur in regards to a gay man. But other than that, I have had shit fits. I've seen my family have shit fits. I've seen my friends have shit fits. And I knew going into that night that Kathy was not going to have a good night. Uh, if anything, I think just truly the bizarre thing about that is that a, there's no footage who knows how legal things got involved, but it looks like from the preview of the reunion, we get into that and it really kind of warrants my next statement of, like I said last week, I always, I don't find it weird that Kathy exploded. I do find it weird that Lisa Rinna was the one to take her out. Because Lisa Rinna does not seem like the kind of caring friend that you would want in your corner. The only person I truly think 
Rinna cares for is Erica Jane in some twisted, weird way. And I don't know if it's like, like a comment, like, like I see a, I see a hustler in you, Erica, just like me. But if, to me, they feel like two scammers a lot of the time. Um, and I just, I find it hard to wrap my mind around after watching this season's performance. And I do want to give the popular housewives term, give her grace because her mom did pass away, Lois. And she seemed like a lovely woman. I enjoyed every time she was on. And I think Rinna, I've always said, needs those people around her that humanize her. You know, when Harry's there or when her mom was there, it would be really nice. You would get like, oh, this is a good feeling. And it reminded me of hanging out with my mom or, right, you know, it's like where our families humanize us in a way. And I feel like without that tether, you know, she even went further than she usually does. And I already thought it was pretty damn bad the last two seasons. I started off as a Rena Stan. But the Kathy, God, isn't it great to hear a grown man say Stan? You're like, oh my God. Um, but the Kathy thing, it, it, it's, it's, First off, it's just refreshing to see somebody kooky, to see somebody wear little slippers into an airport or a private club when that's just not the norm. Somebody that's kind of comfortable with themselves and puts huge scoops of caviar on a baked potato. I mean, I genuinely like those things. I laugh to myself thinking of the adventures her and Michael Jackson had in the old days. Miss Kathy, Miss Kathy, he pull my finger. You know, like I just, I... My mind is a flutter with story possibilities for Kathy. Whereas on the other hand, for me, Rinna and Erica, and even some of the other ladies, it's played out, you know? I'm like, well, at this point, Rinna is not surprising me. It's just the level of intensity that is surprising me. Do you, you guys feel that, you know? It's like I, I've seen Rinna make all the same moves. It just feels like this time it's sloppy, and this time it's just, there's something so, um, not unhinged, well, unhinged, but something so sloppy and so not clean. It's just like, just like, man, you used to be so good at this. And now it's just full of bluster. It reminds me of Kanye in a sense. It reminds me of just somebody speaking out of their ass and trying to be louder than everybody else in the room. The only thing that shocked me is that nobody has stood up to Lisa Rinna at this point until the reunion. And you know, you've had light, you know, like light, like come stop it, Rena, let it go. I mean, Kyle, for the love of God said, please, I want my sister to be at my daughter's wedding. How much clearer can you get to somebody, right? And that's something, no matter how you feel about Kyle, Kathy, Rena, whatever, can you understand that this is at some point a show? I hate to break it to you. Once the reunion is done, I think maybe Dorit and Kyle talk maybe on a daily or every couple of days basis. Do I think... Kyle texts Rinna or Erica on a daily basis? Hell no. Think about the people that you work with. Some of them you actually really like, right? But you see them at work. And you know you're going to see them at work. But you don't want to hang out in your real life. And that's the kind of weird conundrum with reality shows because they're supposed to be showing their real lives. But you can see at the end of this episode, Kyle's exhaustion just with the statement of like, just please don't. Like, I do have to live a normal life after this, and I do want my family to be all at my daughter's wedding. And Lisa, for somebody who is very stringently said, we do, don't talk about my husband. You know, we don't talk about my husband. Break a glass. 
she should know about not wanting to talk about family matters. There is a line that should not be crossed. And Kyle, who's been there since season one, and yeah, she rides like the middle of the road or, you know, kind of iffy on where she stands a lot of the times. But, you know, we, this was said on comments by celebs that I, it was kind of that bravo, bravo, effing bravo moment by the end of this uh, episode where, you know, she's watching Rinna and, and Erica just be freaking frack like two little Muppets just going back and forth like it's some shitty improv scene. And she's just like, look at you guys. Like, I thought she was going to look at the camera and give a Jim Halpert from The Office of, like, you know, like, it's just wild. We also do need to talk about a scene that was cut that was on the Hey You, the overseas version or the Canada version of this episode where they cut a very, very important part of the uh, final, one of the final scenes in this episode that gives it so much context. The other thing we have to always remember, folks is that these shows are edited, right? And you can complain about a bad edit. I'm not saying that, oh, we're not seeing the full story, but I will say we are not seeing moments that give these things context. Now, the thing that was shown overseas but not here is a moment with Erica's publicist, who this guy will get into. What a, what a fella. What a, you know, ugh. Hope I never need a publicist. Um, and we see him and we see Rinna see him at the party telling all the information, which actually shows us, oh, shit, this really was this dude giving the information and leaking the story. Like we have photographic proof and they cut it out of the American version. If you go to my Instagram, you'll see Sarah Galley from Andy's Girls. Um, she posted this scene. And it, it, it's shocking because you're like, why did they cut this out of the American version? My only thought is maybe they cut it out because they're going to show it at the reunion and it opens up a broader conversation. Because I know Kathy didn't sue to get this scene taken out. So who did sue to get this scene taken out? Or why did this scene get taken out? I mean, this is the confusion of it. And I get frustrated with Beverly Hills, especially because they do more telling than showing. This is a this isn't a podcast. You are watching an actual live television show with moving images. We get to see and we want to see the fights or we want to see the we want to see the parties too. We want to see people getting along. But then if something happens in a sprinter van or with a publicist and, you know, we want to see that stuff. You do an hour and 15 minute Salt Lake City episode two last night, you guys, but you cut this scene out. I would gladly watch a two hour super cut of last night's episode. I mean, I'd. I'd cry the whole time, but I'd, I'd watch it, you know, like, don't, don't let it, it, it almost feels like you get cheated on. You're like, you, you're like, you gave this to Canada and not us. You gave this to Hey You, but you didn't let like, what could, can America not handle the truth? Like, and also it was like, that's the most important part. Cause Erica's like, no, I didn't do it. Don't know how to do it. No, 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 I'm, I, no, never know. I don't even know what page six is. No, no, no. And then we actually see it happen. And you're like, holy shit. But I also want to say that's another example for people that are like still Erica stands, which I always like. I don't know what you're standing because I stand. She gets dick. It's me. I truly don't know what we're standing at this point, but I don't want her off the show. Like, yeah, stay on. And Rena, you stay on, too. I don't want anybody gone, I don't think. Um, but <laughs> so ridiculous. Basically, the difference between or why I think we're so excited about Kathy is we're used to Rena's tricks. We're not used to Kathy's. 
I'm totally open to Kathy being a villain. I'm totally open to that. And for me, that would actually be more interesting because she's the silent but deadly. I keep saying that last week, that last scene where she was like, Rena, I think I'm done here. Good day. And then she, Kyle walks around and she's like, Kyle, these plants are beautiful. Like, just totally strong. I'm like, this girl does not have a care in the world. That's the type of villain that I haven't seen before. I want to see that type of villain. So I'm not saying Kathy's a hero, but I'm saying Kathy is a hell of a lot more interesting to watch right now for Rena. I, and this is going to shock no one, when I was acting all the time, I would get, you're overacting, you're overacting, you're pushing too hard, right? You're pushing too hard. And you would have to like, okay, I got to bring it down. I got to make it more real. Got to make it more real. And Rinna is just pushing so hard that you are constantly aware that you're watching a TV show. You're not, there's no escape. You're like, oh my God, this lady is giving a performance And usually it was like this fun performance that you were like, okay, you know, that that was interesting to watch. And this, it just wasn't a good performance from Rinna this season. It's as simple as that. But I thought for the, like, Kathy is a friend of, basically. She came in mid-season and we're all talking about her. That's ignited the base. And even in the reunion, the most powerful parts that we see are the Kathy parts. I mean... We'll get into the recap here just in one moment, but it's going to start with some scenes that a lot of us had forgotten even taken place this season that I wonder how they're going to handle at the reunion because everybody's like, oh my God, I'm waiting for that Kathy scene. Like those cat, when's Kathy coming in? My nightmare is that Kathy comes in in the last 15 minutes of the fourth episode of the reunion. They're like, after the next break, as we wrap it all up, Kathy Hilton comes out. So we'll watch like three episodes and 0.75 of another episode. And then we'll see Kathy for like 10 minutes. And then Kyle's like, I need to go, please. It's too much. Uh, but we're, we're done with this part of the journey. We're done with the show. So let's start the show, shall we? Let's finally do the recap. This is where the timestamp will start. October 5th in the year of our Lord, 2022, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Not My Sister's Keeper, season 12, episode 21. And Not My Sister's Keeper, we always try to get clues, derive clues from the title to let us know what we're in for. And that would make me think, sisters, whose sister's on the show? And then I was like, Kathy and the other one, Kyle. And I was like, not my sister's keeper. Now, what would have really been exciting if we had a Kim Richards pop in at that last event? Wouldn't that have been exciting? Kathy doesn't show up, but Kim does. And was like, I got a message from Kathy and just shoves Rinna. Um, Lightly shove. I don't advocate for violence. Um, So the summary of this episode, if you are just new to the show and you're trying to see, hey, is this show for me? You go to the cable description and this is the description. Garcelle celebrates her success with a big party and makes an even bigger purchase with some encouragement from Sutton and Crystal. Yeah, she um, she buys a robot. She buys a, a, a butler robot. That It was very exciting. I, we'll get into that. No. And so then it goes, Lisa's refusal to accept Kathy's apology leaves Kyle holding the bag for her sister. Now this, they were a little sly. Do you get what they did there? is that the big purchase with Garcelle is a handbag 
And then they say apology leaves Kyle holding the bag. Am I reading into this too deeply? I think I've I've truly talked too much about this show where I'm reading into things that probably that probably doesn't mean that now that I'm thinking. We always start these episodes with previously on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, and they show us every scene from the entire season. So I'm gonna try to burn through these as quick as I can. If I am talking too fast, remember you can uh, lower your podcast speed. So I will go slower if it's too fast for you. Okay, we start off and it says four months ago and a therapist goes, I want you to think about being on the ground with a gun to your head and the words, I'm not safe. Holy shit, I forgot all about Dorit's burglary until I saw this last night. I was like, wait a sec, was that three seasons ago? That was it this season? Oh my God. And then we see the house camera from Dorit's and we see the thieves peering in the window, smashing the glass, going inside. Do you ever wonder why there weren't more? Like we got two cameras, an inside camera and an outside camera. Are there more cameras? Like I'm sure PK has a camera over the bed or something. Like we, we, I, I still, and, and, and to this day, this case is not solved. So we do not know really anything. Thankfully, the and by the way, that Phoenix Jagger, you're my second favorite, Kemsley, but Phoenix, Dorit, and PK's daughter, that is, it is going to be sad when next year Phoenix stabs her mom in the back and takes over her spot on Housewives, because I would be willing to make Phoenix the first child real housewife of Beverly Hills. I truly think she's the only one that can take Rinna down. I think it'll be a combination between Kathy and Phoenix Kemsley. And, you know, like, no, Rena, you're bad. You don't drink Coke. I hate you. You mean. I can totally see that. So we see Dorit in therapy. Please, I have babies. Well, this is not funny, so I'm not going to do the voice. Please, I have babies. Please, I'm a mother. Please, I beg of you. My kids need me. Please, please leave. And Kyle going, what happened to Dorit? It's terrifying. And Sutton into that scene going, well, I've been putting out fires all day, too. I wasn't held at gunpoint. I'm sorry, I say, I say. Now, I'm a realist, right? I'm going to say that was a fucking horrible line from Sutton, right? I love her with all my heart. And sure, you know, as a couple, we get into fights. But this, uh, you know, when, when we start seriously dating near marriage, I'll say, I didn't agree with this line, Sutton. And she'll be like, I oh, know, I'm so ashamed, Ryan. I'll say, I'll say. And um, then she'll give me one of those, like, butterfly kisses, you know, with the eyelashes. Uh, then, do you guys remember this character that was on earlier in the season, this Diana Jenkins and she completely disappeared, it seems like, in the latter part of the season. I have no idea if that's to do with any of the season desists or whatever. Did did Diana send Bravo a season desist? Like, only use me sparingly. I don't like show no more. Um, Diana, everything I say about you, I just want to go on record, is allegedly. Uh, shout out to Diana's lawyers if you're listening. So Diana's at Kyle's La Quinta house at the beginning of the season and going, I really don't know Sutton that well, but I feel like she's... Clumsy with words, which is just so rich for that to come out of Diana's mouth. Sutton, we see in a scene at Garcelle's birthday party going, I think you're a, I think you're a soulless person, I'll say, I'll say. And Diana's like, you need a new villain? Here I am. We had this promise of a new villain and it was like, womp, womp. Like the villainry happened with all those cease and desist. It once again didn't happen on the show. Like you need, like we saw that in the trailer. You need a new villain. Here I am, and I got excited that we got a new villain, and we didn't. Like she petered out. I do want her to come back for a second season, even though I think there is not a snowball chance in hell that she will. 
But I do want her back because I think every housewife deserves two seasons because you just can't get to know one of these ladies in one season. They're either doing too much or too little, and there's never any kind of in between. So Diana, to me, was kind of a flop. Let's call a spade a spade. Uh, we'll find out what she does in the reunion. But remember, she's zooming in from her Hawaiian mansion. Um, so then we <laughs> so we have Rena going, Shutton brought up this at a charity event. Rena is at Dorit's Homeless Not Toothless event. Remember the memories. Memories like the corner of my mind. I forgot about Dorit's Homeless Not Toothless event. What an iconic moment that was. And Rena goes, what made you do that? That's the answer I want. And when I get it, I will let it the fuck go. Like really just yelling. And this was after the Rena Rose event where she was like, I'll chop you down. So just another very angry, hulked out moment from Lisa Rena at an event. And this is just what gets me mad because I really like fairness. I like when things are treated fairly. And I just didn't feel like anything. I was like, what the fuck? You are at a literal charity event and you are screaming louder than Melissa Etheridge saying, climb, uh, come to my window. Like you are screaming. You scared Melissa Etheridge. Lisa Rinna, are you happy now? Melissa Etheridge doesn't want to hook up with any of you ladies because you scared her with your gnarly voice. And that's what pisses me off is it's like, there's no fair, like Sutton was screamed at by Rena for multiple episodes. And I just think that's so funny because at a certain point, remember Sutton courted Rena's friendship, you know, like wanted to be friends with Rena, like bought Rena tickets to things. Like there is this whole culture of celebrity that I will one day want to write a book about of just like people. It doesn't even matter what kind of celebrity. They just want to be around celebrity because Lisa Rena kind of, you know, it's not Justin Bieber, you know, which by the way, I do know Justin Bieber canceled his tour. There's a lot of pop culture stories I do need to get into, but I'll save that for Monday. This is just going to be Beverly Hills, you guys, and maybe we'll mention other things along the way, but there is a lot going on in pop culture. I'm not ignorant to it, but we got to focus. Um, so Lisa Rinna, I just feel like the rules never apply to her. And we have example after example, even in these opening clips. Um, then we cut to that to birds flying on the ocean and we have nice Lisa Rinna. Hi, Lois. You're flying. You're the birds. Remember, Lisa has her mom, Lois, working harder than she ever did in real life. She's in birds. She's in wind chimes. She's in all that. And by the way, I totally get it. I'm making a joke right now. And if I ever lost any of my family, I would be horrified. And I would try to look for them in every fucking passing second. I would probably fart and go, oh, my God, that that's my mom. You know, like I, if that happened to me, I would probably look everywhere far and wide. So it is fun. Funny though, because I just always think, man, if heaven does exist, and every time like Lisa is like, catch Lois, I wonder if it like hits some kind of heaven button. Like, even if it isn't Lois, Lois then has to like come into those birds and be the bird. She's like, she's like, damn, damn, Rena, I'm trying to enjoy heaven. Please stop calling me out here. Um, Rena goes, my mom just died two months ago. I have a lot of feelings going on, and I'm so strong at times, but I'm really not. She had this said this at the homeless, not toothless party. This totally makes sense, and I empathize, but my problem with that episode, I remember, was that Rinna always, um, she always tells us what is going on, and she diagnoses herself. She's like, I think I'm a strong person, but I'm really not, and it's like, okay, you let us know. Like, usually, remember in, like, life when we see strong people, we, like, will be like, oh, deep down, I know 
they're not that strong. I know that's a front. But usually that really strong person doesn't ever like tell you. They're like, um, uh, I know I come off really strong, but really deep down, I'm, I'm not. Like, you know, it's like those are the, so sometimes I find it a little bit disingenuous when it comes to Rinna. Now, Rob, Rob Minkoff, Crystal's husband, fun fact, I just learned recently, director of The Lion King from Disney. And he says um, to Crystal, he says, I'm very surprised you told everybody about your eating disorder. And Crystal is at Kyle's and she says, I want to eat a meal and be okay with it. I forgot all about that too, is that we had... Diana's very brave storyline. Um, sorry, we had Crystal's very brave storyline about her ED. And I feel like once the ladies started making fun of that, remember when they all had that episode where they all started talking about Crystal's eating disorder without her there? I can't imagine to have a real issue like that and watch ladies make fun of you. I think you've pretty much guaranteed that she will never come to any of you for anything ever again. That's just my take on it. I, I don't, I don't, I don't know why you would. Now, I do think in the next couple of weeks, uh, my friend Michelle, who's an amazing writer, reached out. And uh, there were scenes filmed with Crystal with uh, a therapist to treat a, her eating disorder, I believe. And I believe that person will be coming on the podcast and probably try to – well, and try, I hope will – We'll see how it's handled in the reunion and also fill in some gaps and 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 talk about like, you know, that's the thing is that it sucks because these scenes were filmed. A lot of scenes are filmed for these shows and sometimes they just don't make the cut because they go for the sexier storyline. In this case, it's a sprinter van that we don't have any footage for, but it's sexier. Um, so then we have Erica. We also remember early on we had Erica, drunk Erica uh, storyline. Erica at Diana's holiday party falling backwards and taking Rena down with her. And she's like... <laughs> and then Erica on Kyle's yacht party. Remember that? When she like pissed herself. She's like, oh my God, I'm lit. Oh, you <laughs> I just thought it would be fun. Wouldn't it be great if in that movie Titanic, if I had a lot of money, I would switch out Kate Winslet with Erica Jane. I'm like, Jack, I'm flying. I'm flying, Jack. It's me, Erica Jane. I want your dick, Jack. Yeah. You know she wouldn't share that piano door or whatever they were laying on at the end either. Um, Erica just all sprawled out at the end of Titanic. No, get away. I want to lay fully out. I want to stretch out. Garcelle goes, you don't think that's a problem about Erica? And Erica at Rinna's 70th party. 70th. Oh, sorry. I thought Juliana wrote Erica at Rinna's 70th birthday party. It just said 70s party. And Erica goes, <laughs> Erica referring to herself in the third person, is that to make Erica look bad? Or is that out of genuine concern? It's the very serious Erica where her voice drops down very lightly. Is that to make Erica look bad? Or is that out of genuine concern? And Garcelle goes, Erica, I don't have to make you look bad. You can do that on your own. Snap. Garcelle at dinner in Aspen. What does $750,000 earrings look like? And Erica goes, they're 1.3. To me, that is such a rookie mistake to actually give the actual value of the earrings when you're involved in a court case for it. And you guys now once again see that I was also correct in the earrings. She gave them back, but she is fighting to get them back. And we see that scene in the reunion trailer of like, it's a legal thing. Uh, I don't trust where they're being housed. I would like to put, I would like to keep them on me. It's ridiculous. 
So then uh, Crystal at the Aspen house talking about the earrings say, I would give them up. And Erica's like, why? I don't give a fuck about anybody and about me. And you guys, that was another thing that just happened four episodes ago that I completely forgot about because we were so fucking up in this Kathy Rinna storyline that we forgot that just the episode before we saw one of the most disgusting displays of human emotion and uh, vanity ever on this show. With Area Jane finally saying what we all know and all suspect is that she truly doesn't give a fuck. She considers herself a fighter and she is number one. And that is her prerogative, but I've always thought, it, personally, it just kind of comes off as disgusting. Um, so uh, Erica, the, <laughs> Erica, the next scene is at the chocolate shop with her and Dorit. It's like, if you think I'm gonna be the fucking whipping boy, you got another thing coming, honey. And they're wearing those stupid hats to make chocolate in. It's always real tough when you're like talking tough at a chocolate shop, making chocolate. Um, but right here, this moment in looking back at it, you're like, this was after the Aspen trip, right? So there really kind of seems like there was a plan to get Kathy involved. Like, think about this. Just go with me. And you probably already thought this yourselves. Rena sees Kathy freak out, actually does freak out. Says mean things about her sister. Says, fuck this, fuck production. I hate Andy Cohen. Fuck this. Just truly a Lisa Barlow moment, but we don't have a hot mic on it. Rinna texts Erica. You don't believe what I just saw. Yeah, you completely lost your shit. (laughs) And then Rinna starts thinking. Erica starts thinking. And Rinna's like, I don't like how they've treated you this season. Yeah, see if couple says now I've been treated like poop. Well, what if we give them the taste of their own medicine? <laughs> and you could see where they're like, we're going to explode this because that's horrific. That's in public, not realizing that they both made public displays of horrible, horrible behavior. But now Kathy did it. So in Erica's head, she's saying, well, that... Kathy's behavior is just as bad as what my husband did to those that made the orphans and widows. That fucking Kathy, Kathy and Tom Girardi are completely equal. I'm like, what planet are you living on, ladies? Like, truly. Uh, we then cut to that scene in Aspen where it's like, Can I tell Shadia 818 tequila? My friend Kendall Jenner's tequila. And Kathy, in my favorite voice, goes, Oh, I want to try Kendall Jenner's tequila. And Kyle doesn't do a fucking thing. And then Renna goes, The thing she said to Kyle, I don't want to fucking touch it. Which, you know, Rita keeps saying even in this, I don't want to touch it, but I'm going to keep talking about it. I'm going to keep bringing it up. High five. (laughs) Then we see Rita's text to Erica. The hatred that just came out of her towards her sister. Dot, dot, dot. I'm speechless. You always know somebody means business when they use the dot, dot, dot. The ellipses, you guys. Rita in a talking head goes, Kathy's saying things like, I will fucking ruin you all. And I will fucking ruin Kyle. Okay, Kathy at Kyle's house in last week's episode goes, look, I didn't handle myself well. I'm not proud of it. Okay. And Rena goes, I'm sorry, Kathy. You're not going to get away with it with me. You can have uh, your tears, but you did what you did. (laughs) 
truly, if Kathy did have a mental break, as Rinna said, don't have a mental break around Lisa Rinna because she don't give a shit. Kanye, don't, I know you love Amelia Bedelia, but do not hang out with Rinna because she will not take your mental bullshit. She'll be like, you got to realize why you have a black heart, Kanye. I'm sorry. It's not going to work with me this time, Kanye. Wait, you know the Kardashians? Never mind. I love you, Kanye. <laughs> I like the new Kanye. <laughs> um, and Kathy goes, have a little compassion. We don't get any taglines this week, thank God. Uh, we begin our finale episode of Garcelle's Home where we see party balloons surrounding her front door. Garcelle goes, oh, it looks so good. You know, her little house on the, you know, right up on the side of the hill by the power plant in my head. And Patrick, Kathy's butler, Kathy's not at this party, but she sent her butler over. How fucking cool, how... That's very big of Kathy. We remember this butler, Patrick, who was terrorized by these ladies last season at that dinner party from hell where, you know, Eric's like, oh, what? Oh, what? Patrick's butler's like, make you happy for the day. Remember, I don't know how to do French accent. And Garcelle's like, oh, santé. And Patrick's like, voila. And he presents Garcelle with a glass of champagne. It's always fun to see old friends. And Garcelle goes, merci. Wow, it looks so good. And we see a, a big charcuterie board. Shout out to Bravo last night on charcuterie boards. We saw this and then we saw, I made a charcuterie board for Meredith on Salt Lake City. Like a lot of charcuterie boards. And Garcelle goes, okay, we're missing flowers. But other than that, and ladies, right now we are seeing s- several Birkin bags displayed around tables. And Christos, this guy Christos, these little side characters, he's a luxury reseller, I guess. He's like, you're not missing bags. And Garcelle's like, I'm not missing Birkins. And Christos goes, hi, baby. You wanted a party? I'm giving you a party. And I'm like, I just see purses. This doesn't seem like a party. And Garcelle hugs him. And um, I don't understand. I And I'm, I'm not... Like, I just don't understand bag culture. Like, I don't understand shoe culture or video game culture. But I totally appreciate that people do. I'm just trying to see the art in it and something that why these cost upwards of $35,000 because they just always look so stiff to me, which maybe is the appeal. I don't know. Christos is like, I already had a sale on the way here. And he picks up a black Birkin with gold trim. And Garcelle's like, that one sold? And he goes, $45. And I was like, $45? These are reasonable. Turns out $1,000. $45,000. And Crystal goes, if you want to invest your money, forget about anything else, honey. And Garcelle's like, so it's an investment. He goes, it's an investment. Garcelle goes, I'm fascinated with the love of Birkins, and I don't have one. I've got kids that got to go to college. It just seems like a lot for a bag. Does it come with money in it? I mean, that is really my thinking as well. I mean... You know, I'm very cheap. Like, I I live very, I live like a monk, you guys. I just like my Diet Coke and my vape, and that's all I need. And my Corolla and my basketball shorts, and that's all I need. And, of course, my TV with cable that I can, you know, okay. So, anyways, Garcelle goes, I just can't wrap my head around it. From where I'm from, I just can't wrap my head. I remember, like, where she's from, to spend that kind of money. That's what I kind of dig about Garcelle is there's always going to be that small town girl. I mean, that overseas of like where she came from and knowing the kind of money and wealth she is around. It must be hard to I mean, it just must be wild every day. And that's why I think there is this uh, sometimes you get this vibe from Garcelle where there's this overall gratitude sometimes. And I think that's why she's so solid in herself is because she's grateful. I could be totally wrong on that. Uh, Garcelle says, um, 
Oh, Christos goes, baby needs her first Birkin. And Garcelle says in a talking head, Christos is one of my best friends. I'm like, really? It's the first time I think I've seen him. He owned this store on Melrose called Decades, and everyone who was anybody would go there for couture, or they would go for vintage, and I thought it would be fun for him to come and have a Birkins and Bubbles party. Two things the girls love. Um, I'm going to have an Old Navy and Colt 45 party where people can come and just, you know, pick through the Old Navy clothes that don't fit me anymore and drink Colt 45s. It's going to be... Similar. Uh, Garcelles goes, I uh, I stole Patrick, the butler, from Kathy. And now we get the flashback to Patrick serving at Kathy's holiday party a year earlier. Patrick leaning in with a tray. Would you like another one? And Kathy's like, well, I can't take two at a time. I'm not an octopus. <laughs> Remember how, like... How hysterical she thought that was. It, last season, you guys, was a very special season. Like, I think we will look back. That was a very special season. Patrick uh, says to Garcelos, mine should be the pink one. How much? And Chris is like, 15. And Garcelos, 1,500. And Patrick's like, I'll have to sell my body somewhere. I know this is not a French accent. Um, and also, Patrick is an older gentleman, and he seems horny as hell. Uh, Garcelos goes, sell a kidney. You don't need it. Which I don't even know what that means. Garcelos, are you saying that he's old? He doesn't need his kidneys? Garcelos says, and are you bringing Kelly's? Because Kyle? And Chris goes, yeah, I got a Kelly. And I don't even know what the fuck they're talking about right now. And I soon find out because Garcelos was like, I wouldn't even know a Kelly if she slapped me in the face. And I'm like, oh my God. I know Kelly Kapowski from Saved by the Bell. I know Kelly uh, from 90210. Um, but I don't know what this Kelly they're referring to. And Christos goes, well... There's two people named for the bags. This is the Jane Birkin, who was fashioned after a sexy French girl back in the sex 60s, which I'm like, this perks is in the shape of Jane Birkin? What a wild figure, because it's like this weird triangle. I was like, I need to see, I need to get my eyes on this Jane Birkin. And then uh, the, Garcelle goes, oh, the one strap is a Kelly. Garcelle's wearing white gloves as she touches the bags. Oh my God, I just... Dude, even right before I started this episode, you guys, I had like a big Diet Coke, of course, with like a lot of ice and I kicked it over when I was editing. And so like, like, I don't want to be around rich people shit, you know, like I would put my grubby little hands on this thing. And, you know, like, I don't know, like there's those things, you know, about yourself that you're just like, like, I don't try to be a dirty person. Like, I'm like, no, I want to try to put this gently for myself. Um, I'm just disorganized and, but I, 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 dirt, dirt is attracted to me. You know, that character on, uh, peanuts was it like the, the, the always just the dirt. What's that guy's name? And Pigpen is that it? And it just dirt's just always like dirt just seems like it's attracted to me. And I don't know if it's just cause I'm a bigger guy, but it's like, I'm like, how did the dirt get? I didn't even do anything. Like I've sat at my desk all day on my computer. How did dirt get under my nails? And I just wouldn't trust myself around purses like this, you know? Um, so, uh, Christos lets us know this is named after Princess Kelly of Monaco. Princess Grace was the inspiration for the Kelly bag. And Garcelle's like, you're kidding. Now we bounce right over to Kyle's house and she is greeting party planners in her backyard, which by the way, one of them is on crutches. And I was like, oh my God, did Kathy get her? Kathy had another one of her fits. She was stomping her feet. She broke her glasses. And then she pushed this poor party planner over and broke her leg and said, I'll destroy all party planners. <laughs> Don't tell the press. 
Um, so we see the extravagant flower arrangements, chandeliers from trees, floating flower arrangements in her pool. And Nicole, the party planner, says, hi. And Kyle goes, I'm good. How are you? How's everything coming along? It looks amazing. And uh, she's like, thank you. And Kyle's like, wow, wow, wow. I can't wait to see this all lit up with everyone dressed in black. These are quite elegant chairs fit for a princess. And Kyle, in a talking head, says, last year, the Princess Grace Foundation asked if I'd be willing to host this beautiful event for the Princess Grace Foundation, which is named after Grace Kelly. What did the Grace Kelly Foundation like fucking say I need to be promoted all episode long? Like, how did we have two events involving Grace Kelly? All Is that just by happenstance? Like, it truly blew my mind. I was like, if this is just by like, this is it has to be like on purpose. So it was 100% of the proceeds go to charity. Remember this? I think she had a party for this last year and she was like, I've spent fifty thousand dollars. It was like I've spent so, like an insane amount of money on this party, and hopefully we make it back so we can give a little money to charity. And I'm like, maybe just give them the money that you throw the party with to the charity, just in case you don't recoup the money. You know what I'm saying? Like parties are all good and fun, but maybe just give the money. Um, Kyle's like, oh, so the ladies, she's talking to Nicole, the party planner. It's like the only one there to do a scene with. And they're like, Kyle, you got to tell them about the necklaces. And so Kyle's like, Nicole, the ladies, I said they could borrow some jewelry for the event. So I have pictures of what they're going to wear. And Nicole's like, why are you talking to me? I'm just a party planner. And Kyle's like, oh my gosh, I saw Rinna's and I was like, woo. And Nicole's like, who's Rinna? I don't watch TV. And they flash a picture of Rinna dressed up like, um, uh, Grimace. Uh, just, I guess it's, well, actually a bright royal blue outfit. Grimace is, I think, more purple. But it looked, it was Grimace-like. And uh, the big lip, the lips are really what stands out. It's hard to really, like, I didn't even notice the outfit at first. Just always that lip is like a magnet. And Nicole says, the rest of the girls who did not try on the jewelry, there will be a whole setup so they can pick and do a whole thing. And Kyle's like, okay, but let me um, let Freddie Mellencamp know so we can get extra security from her husband in case anybody's going to try to break. <laughs> but uh, it, honestly, though, we have this bag scene and we have this scene and, and pretty much soon coming up, all the necklaces are like million dollars, like a crazy amount of expensive necklaces. Like, are we trying to get robbed at a certain point? Like, is it, I mean, are we, are we trying, like, did we not learn our lesson from Dorit at the beginning of the season? Like Garcelle even is like, Garcelle now has like a million dollars of handbags in her house in the daylight. And this girl lives up on a power plant. Like she just, anybody can walk in. I mean, I think we're in Covina or something, you know? And with Kyle, I just, I just, I just get so nervous that we're doing, we're not learning from our mistakes, you know? Um, so... <laughs> Kyle and I talking head goes, Gizmondi is a big supporter of the foundation. They offered to let us borrow their diamonds. So why would I say no to this? I have no idea what Gizmondi is. Obviously somebody that has diamonds. Nicole goes, it's going to be a great night. And Kyle's like, I know. And then we hear dogs barking, which means that there's a vamp. There's something like a monster coming because the dogs are there to protect Kyle at all times. Remember? And she has tons of dogs now. And they're always like, one gets to pick to go to Aspen and one gets to go on another trip. Uh, I need a documentary on Kyle and her dogs one day. And Nicole goes, oh my gosh, I haven't seen the dogs around. And Kyle's like, that's because they're all in my bedroom eating all my shoes. <laughs> I have to go get ready for Garcelle's if I have some shoes left. Wah, wah. We're back at Garcelle's and we see her descending the stairs dressed in a lovely plaid jumpsuit for her event. And Garcelle's like, are we ready? Yes, we are. Ooh, la, la. And I think Patrick's like, whoosh. 
you know, and Cherie is the first to arrive. Cherie Zampino really didn't do much this season, but maybe, hopefully, she'll be back next season so we can get to know more of her. I really can't comment a lot on her. Um, she's like, well, come on down. And Garcia's like, what? And she's like, oh, gee, money. And Garcia's like, hi, baby, you look gorge. And, um they we see like there's like she's like oh we have chicken and waffles and salami and wings and i don't know they're showing the food rinna oh arrives in this i I mean i could like literally see the entrance to her vagina it's just so tight and it's like an animal print thing and listen i you know rinna's got a great body it's not a body that i'm attracted to but like yeah like she can wear a superhero outfit you know what i'm saying like she could wear a superhero outfit if that makes sense like she can wear tight stuff but i don't i don't care and rena of course she's like hello and she sees patrick the butler and rena goes oh my gosh which by the way if i was patrick and i was kathy's butler kathy would be like patrick i want you to poison rena today like if i was patrick i wouldn't have said hello to rena well hello I will not serve you today. I am Kathy's. I am Patrick. Um, so Rena goes, oh my gosh, Patrick. We get a flashback to last uh, season's episode of the dinner party at Kathy's. And Patrick's like, super elegant. I'm French, so I love feminine and elegant ladies. When Rena walked in, remember she was in that lavender pantsuit? And Rena was like, thank you. And... Patrick's like, you got it. And remember, Rena did this little bow, like a curtsy of like, well, thank you. <laughs> she didn't know what to do. And she's like, nee. Um, Rena goes, it's so good to see you, Patrick. And she spins around in her too tight, short animals print like her dress for Patrick. And Patrick's like, this is not doing anything for me. <laughs> and Rena's like, what do you think? And Patrick's like, the lioness, rawr. And Rinna's like, rawr. And Garcelle goes, who makes those boots? She's referring to these huge Frankenstein-esque clunky black platform boots. And Rinna goes, Versace, baby. And Chris is like, Versace, I love you. That's just a name. That's just a name. Rinna holds up her mini Kelly bag, $5,000. Uh, it's specifically made for people who live in the valley. And she goes, how cute is this? It's my first one I ever bought. Sutton arrives with her... Uh, her guy, Joshua, her her gay male assistant. And so it's like, hello. And Patrick is there to greet her. He's like, well, hello. And Sutton drops her mouth. Oh, my God, it's Patrick. And Sutton and the talking to her goes, Patrick, I promise no one is going to threaten anyone here today. And we remember back, we do a flashback to that night, was Erica's like, you ever call me a lion again? I'm coming for you. And Patrick is in the kitchen like, they are fighting like cats and dogs. Sutton's Joshua is with her and Patrick greets him. And Patrick is like, let me give you the glove. Like, Patrick had a little thing for Joshua, son's assistant. Did you see that? I was like, damn, man. Patrick, like, Patrick, like, that's what I'm saying. Patrick is, like, horned up. Christos is talking to someone and saying, like, it's 35. It's just being refurbished. And they show a black crocodile Kelly bag. Garcelle goes, she wore a Birkin, referring to Sutton. And Christos goes, I mean, she's the queen. And Sutton, who is wearing a dress made from scarves, says, this is Gautier Couture. I say, I say, this is also an Hermes scarf. Sutton's Hermes Gautier Couture dress. There's a thing that goes up on the screen and it says 
priceless. Remember, they'll always give us prices for things. Just once, I would fucking love if they had just like me or like just a normal person of like Gap, $59.99. Like, you know, like that would actually impress me. Garcelle greets Crystal. I love, I love the baby doll dress, Crystal. How old are we? Kyle's coming dancing through the door. I missed you guys. And Sutton is wearing her glove, picks up a green Jane Birkin for $24,000. She's like, well, this is cute. Kyle's lowering her sunglasses for a better look. What is it? I'm sorry. She flies over to Sutton. Get your hands off that fucking bag and jams into Sutton, practically knocking her over. And Sutton's like, well, put your gloves on. I'll say, I'll say, put your gloves on right now. And she holds the green bag away from Kyle's reach. I guess they're fighting over this bag, which by the like, this is the level of like, we've watched Kyle ascend to the level of wealth where Kyle literally walks in a door and immediately spends $19,000. Like, that's the level of wealth we're at. We're, there's not even a thought. Well, like, can I do it? Should I do it? No, give it to me. Um, so they're, they're fighting over this person. Crystal and I talking to her goes, I think it's actually pretty brave of Garcelle to be hosting this party without security guards around. And she laughs. But I'm like, huh, not but really, Kyle's like, get out of the way. Crystal in a talking head goes, and let's be real. Kyle's going to win this fight. Sutton has those skinny legs. She can't run after Kyle. I love skinny legs. I don't have them myself, but I love them. Uh, Kyle says, I'm so sorry. Hi, everybody. Hi, hi, hi. Everybody goes, hi, Kyle. <laughs> because last time we saw Rena and Kyle in a room together, it was after she ran Kathy out of the house. Kyle goes, I'm so sorry. Hi, everybody. Hi, hi. Hey. Uh, Kyle's wearing her $60,000 aqua Birkin bag, deliberately almost walks by Rena, but turns, and they air kiss from a foot away from each other. Air kissing is one of the big signs of fakeness. Kyle in a talking head says, seeing Rena, it's awkward, because now the situation between Lisa and my sister, we get one week earlier, Kathy saying, I feel you can be very unkind, too. I will say that. Oh, we're going to go there. Kathy goes, but see, you don't want to hear that. And Rena goes, it's not about me right now. This is about you. <laughs> She's salivating. Kyle sits totally silent. Kyle in a talking head says, I'm hoping the apology from Kathy was enough so that we can all move on because selfishly, that makes my life easier. Folks, summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Now, I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, and luckily, I found Quince. Now, I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I got a pair of tan shorts. I got a pair of green shorts. I cannot wait to style these for summer. And I got to tell you, the quality is great because Quince has all the seasonal must-haves, like 100% European linen shirts from 30 performance polos, and versatile flow knit activewear. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman by partnering directly with top factories and passes that savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. So upgrade your wardrobe. Go to quince.com slash so bad for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash so bad to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash so bad. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. 
So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Guys, it's just that simple. You just be honest. It's going to make Kyle's life simple for her just to move on, right? And hopefully that did it. Hopefully we're moving on, right? Turns out, no. Kyle says, just so you know, we tried on like millions of dollars of jewelry. So tomorrow at my party, if there's something you want to borrow, if you want to show me a picture, I can see if there is something to go with. You guys, I'm going to wear a 52 carat diamond tomorrow. And I'm like, oh my God, let me tell my burglar friends. Like, thank God this wasn't live streamed because this is the shit is like, Kyle, shut up. You'd say you're wearing a two-carat diamond. Do not tell anybody you're wearing a 52-carat diamond. And thank God Erica's not here because she would have leaked it to the press. Someone wearing a 52-carat diamond tomorrow. You didn't hear from me, wank. Ashley's like, shut up. Kyle slides her sunglasses on like she's the baddest bitch ever. Joshua, uh, Sutton's assistant, asks Patrick if he has a husband. And Patrick's like, no, I am a butterfly. I go from flower to flower. First, the good sex. And Joshua, Joshua remember, sounds kind of like Sutton. Joshua's like, good for you. And Patrick's like, that's my philosophy. And Joshua's like, uh-huh. And Patrick's like, but I can be a good friend. I have wonderful hands for massage. I'm like, are we going to watch these guys fuck? Like, this is... This is wild. Like, this truly is... I didn't know Patrick had this in him. I was I was very... Like, I want more Patrick on this show. Sutton goes, where's your drink? And Garcelle's like, well, he's too busy talking to Patrick. And Sutton's like, oh. Because <laughs> now Patrick's not doing his job. He's supposed to be here to serve drinks, not, you know, fuck the help. And Joshua's like, well, we already established that we're not going to be anything more than friends. Joshua says, and Sutton's like, okay. And Garcelle's like, hello, lover. And Crystal's like, are you getting one? And Garcelle's like, I like the yellow because that's my favorite color. And Sutton's like, well, you like the yellow. Get the yellow. Sutton in a talking head says, Garcelle, you had a book and birthday cake. Uh, we flash back to that. And she goes, bippity-boppity-boo. I say, I say, turn that birthday cake into a real booking. Kyle's like, that's a good number for that. If you change your mind, you can sell it. This Birkin ba- ba- bag is a Jane Dior Birkin, and it's $14,000. It's actually 13999 I will never understand pricing like that. Just make it fourteen. Why are you trying to be an asshole? Like, you're spelling three extra numbers when you just put fourteen. Um Garcelle goes, smart. And Kyle goes, well, we know it. And Sutton starts everybody in the room chatting, get the bag, get the bag, get the bag. I say, I say, get the bag, get the bag. Please take all your money and get the bag. Don't let your kids go to school. I say, get the bag, get the bag. Go on food stamps, get the bag. Sell your car, get the bag. Be homeless, get the bag. And Christos holds the yellow. They didn't sing that song, you guys. Christos holds the yellow bag in the air and goes, Mondo, sold. And Sutton's like, Well, I like that tote. All the girls stop to sit and grab food. This is the time where we usually talk about a plot line of some sort. Garcelle goes, How's the kids? How's Portia? Kyle's like, Today she goes, Mom, look in the mirror. And I think she's my exact height or maybe a little taller. I can't tell. I was like, You have slippers on. And Garcelle goes, That's horrible. My kids will go, You're so short, Mom. And Kyle's like, My sister Kathy came over yesterday. And Garcelle goes, How is she? And Kyle goes, She's good. She apologized. And Garcelle goes, Four. And Kyle goes, 
well, you guys went to bed. That's right. Um, Garcelle goes, yeah, we didn't go to the club. And Kyle goes, well, she got upset and had a meltdown, you know, and I came back yesterday, but she apologized. And Garcelle goes, well, that's good. And Kyle goes, I know that it wasn't easy for her to say I was terrible, but she did. Sutton goes, well, Patrick, now that you and Josh have become great friends, that means you can come over to my house. What? Wait, what's going on? Wait, what is going on? I think I missed this line. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Garcelle goes, does Rena know she apologized? And Kyle's like, yeah, Rena came over. And Garcelle goes, oh, okay. And Kyle goes, she said to my sister, I think you need to get help or something. I was kind of like, yikes, because Kathy was silent. Garcelle leans in and is like, what? One day earlier, Rena goes, well, you said some things about everybody, not just Kyle. I don't want to say that you need help, Kathy. But I think that you need help. <laughs> what a stupid line. Kyle goes, in my mind, I was like, oh, my God, let's just move on, accept the apology. And Garcelle's like, yeah, she's your sister. Garcelle in a talking head goes, in my family, there are five girls, so you know there's going to be drama. If Kyle wants to sweep it under the rug to keep her family intact, then Rena butt out of it. It's truly that simple to me as well. I mean, I and Kyle goes, all roads lead back to me, I guess. And Garcelle goes, absolutely. And Kyle goes, I can't go through that with my family again. I, I, I can't. And Garcelle goes, not with your family. You can't do it. Kyle says, my daughter's getting married. I want everyone at the wedding. Garcelle goes, nope, you can't do it. This is a good friend. This is backing somebody up. Truly. It doesn't have to be dramatic like Rena backing up Erica Jane for potential crimes. But this is just like, I want my family, my blood family at my daughter's wedding. This is my daughter. And Garcelle's going, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Now, if Kyle went to Erica Jane with this, I'm like, well, I don't think you, I think you should shut me about the wedding to begin with. Ah. Um, so meanwhile, the camera keeps giving us shots of Rena now sitting with the other ladies, but looking like she's in her own world, practicing what she plans to say next. Rena is ready to give a performance, you guys. Kyle on Attack and Head goes, it's not just about my relationship with my sisters. In the past, when Kathy and I had our issues, I just don't, I, I don't get to see my nieces and my nephews either. So she's saying like, yo, it's not just, it's just like we fight all the fucking time when this happens. We get this flashback to 2015. I had forgotten about this. But it is a scene with Lisa Vanderpump and Kyle and Ken. And Lisa's like, you told me that you're uninvited, Kyle. And Kyle's like, well, I'm going now. And I don't want to miss her walking down the aisle. And Lisa's like, I don't blame you. And Ken's like, Mo, are you going? Wouldn't you love for Lisa to come back on the show? And we get Ken saying, Hello, Kyle. Instead of goodbye, Kyle. Wouldn't that be kind of a nice little twist? Um... And he's like, Mao, are you going? And Mauricio's like, I'm not going to the wedding. And Ken to Kyle's two daughters goes, are you going? <laughs> are you going? <laughs> I can't do these voices. They both, the little daughters answer no. And I was like, how weird is it for an older man to ask little girls if they're going to a wedding? <laughs> it just read bizarre to me. But anyways, the kids weren't invited. And Lisa's like, how can you choose two children over the other? I don't understand that. And Mauricio's like, that I don't understand. Kyle on a talking head says, Paris and Nikki are like my little sisters. So I just, I wouldn't just be losing one person. There's a lot more to lose. Just like our families, right? Rena hollers, Crystal, I love you in these baby doll dresses. <laughs> Can you imagine in me one of those? <laughs> Harry would never come back to the house. <laughs> 
And Crystal laughed because she can't imagine that. Ronnie goes, I love this look on you. Is Doreen not coming? I saw that it was Jagger's birthday. Little Jagaloo turns eight. What's up, my man? You might be nine by now, but you'll always be little Jagaloo to me. Garcelle uh, goes, and Erica sent me a text saying, I'm dealing with some personal stuff, which is code for, I'm getting fucked. I'm getting stuffed like an Oreo. Yeah. <laughs> She's actually just in bed eating Oreos. Um, Garcelle goes, Oh, sorry. Crystal goes, and you know what? Diana called me on the way here and, and, and said, you know, her baby's been sick. And she said to tell Garcelle, I'm so sorry. Did we all have to break up these? Like I heard from this person. I heard from this person. Why don't we just actually just all text the party person? Or are we just trying to pass around lines? So everybody has like something to say in the scene. <laughs> and sounds like, well, okay, Garcelle. Well, um, I've got, I have a word of warning. I'll say, I'll say. And, uh, Garcelle goes, what? And so it's like on the bumble. <laughs> so like last night was this man. And I was like, what the hell is this? I thought it was very nice. And he called me and we were talking for like 40 minutes. I say, I say. And so all of a sudden the phone went dead. And I texted him, and it went green, you know. I'll say, I'll say, I think he got busted from a girlfriend or a wife, and it hung up the phone, I'll say, I'll say. And everybody's like, no. And Kyle's like, or were you clumsy with your words and offended him? <laughs> Kyle just digging a knife in. Sutton and a talking goes, well, I have a fresh look on Dayton. Having fun, being single, and 50. But I'm not sure how this all going to turn out for me, but I'll report back later. Yes, you will. Garcelle goes, Rena, Kyle told me that you saw Kathy yesterday. Rena, oh, interesting. I did. I did. Um, yes, I did. It was good. It was good. It was good. It was a good thing. And she, she it was a good thing. Overall, I think it was a good thing. Um, um, it was a good thing to have happen. Like, really, just lean, just, let's start lightly. I'm going to start lightly, okay? It was a good thing, yeah. It was a good thing to happen. She's feeling the PTSD work her way through her veins. And Garcia goes, good, looking at Rena. And Rena sarcastically goes, uh, yeah, how'd you feel? And Kyle's like, well, I felt better because obviously she apologized. And so I was like, okay, let's move on. And Rena goes, how much do you know about Aspen? Because you guys weren't there. You guys, do you guys know? Do you guys, I... Okay. Garcelle goes, well, Kathy texted me around like 1250 that night. And Rena goes, oh, interesting. When I was barricaded in my room, afraid of incredible Hulk Kathy. Um, who, how do I break this? Um, let's see. Well, I got a text from her at 1253, which I didn't get until the morning because I had gone to bed. Um, and I had locked myself in the bedroom. Dude, okay, like, I, I, if I go to the bathroom in somebody's house, I lock the door. Like, I don't give a fuck if you lock the, anyways, <laughs> I slept in the bathtub, I was so scared. And Garcia goes, why? And Rennie goes, I was shook because of the behavior that was going on. And Garcia goes, you felt scared enough to lock yourself in your own room at Kyle's house? And Rennie goes, yes, oh yes, I did. I shit myself. It was so scary. And Garcia goes, okay. And Rene goes, I did. And Garcia goes, wow. And Rene goes, yeah. Kyle in a talking head goes, just accept the apology and move on. But Rena can be a bit of a dog with a bone. A bit of a dog with a bone? I mean, my God, this lady 
swallows the whole bone. Remember there was like this horrible KFC ad campaign that said, I ate the bones. Remember that? It was like seven or eight years ago because they had this new thing where like the chicken didn't have bones and they thought it was like, I ate the bones. But it was the most disgusting KFC campaign that I've ever seen because I was just like, what normal person, uh, who, what madman asshole did this in an ad campaign? And uh, so I just think it was just like, Rinna chokes on every bone. And we're at Erica's hair party. We flash back and Rinna fake choking up going, I'm still kind of shook. And then Rinna at Kyle's house with Kathy. I was really shook because I've never seen anything like that. I'm usually the one doing it. This is when it's like Erica at the end when she says she doesn't know how to get to page six. Shut the fuck up. Like, really, let's be into it. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. What are you fucking? Are you kidding me? You were really shook. You've never seen anything like that including movies that you've seen? Have you watched a cartoon? That's something that you'll never really see. Like certain cartoons, I'll just shake. I'm like, wow, that's, I've never seen anything like that. What, what animation? And you're saying that Kathy Hilton, her behavior was something you've never seen. And now I'm like even more pissed because like, I want to see this behavior. I want to see something that I've never seen before. I usually just travel the continental US. I never get to go really overseas and see like the great wonders of the world. And obviously we need to add Kathy Hilton's temper tantrum to one of those. Um, so <laughs> she just keeps saying shook and Rena, she's like, I was shook at the behavior that was going on. Kyle and I'm talking says, I feel like Rena is now more upset about the fact that she had to witness this than looking after me. Yeah. And Kyle goes, so it was good. She apologized. And Rena goes, yeah, but you have to live with this. Kyle goes, yeah. And Rena goes, I think it's something that you and Kathy need to deal with. Would you ever, <laughs> the balls, on the, I mean, she's wearing a skin tight suit and you can just, you can see just the gigantic nut, like grapefruit nut sack out of Lisa Rinna's skin tight pantsuit she's wearing or skin tight suit. And, uh, Rinna goes, uh, yeah, I think it's something you have to deal with. And Kyle's like, do we have to? I'm feeling really uncomfortable. And Rinna goes, okay. And Kyle's like, my sister apologized. I have to move on. And Rinna goes, I understand I've tried to be very protective, I think. If this is Lisa Rinna, like this is not somebody you want to go to war with. And I don't mean war against, like war with on your team. Like, I got, I'm going to protect you. I've got you covered. And then run out and you get shot immediately. Like, I'm sorry, I did everything in my power to protect you. Like, this is your protection? My God. I really hope that I, like this, in Rinna's head, this is protection? And Kyle goes, I know. I just, just put yourself in my shoes right now. And Rinna goes, I know. I know, Kyle. I know. And Kyle's like, it's not shoes anybody wants to be wearing. And when it's like, I know. But at the same time, it's like says, I wish I could be as rich as you and have your shoes. And Crystal goes, I've known Kathy a long time. Like we've been, and Kyle abruptly gets up and walks away from everybody. And Rena goes, it's just so hard for her. You know, it's just so hard for her. It's just, you know, family, it's so hard. Like all of a sudden, like, I'm the one, I'm, you know, I really feel for Kyle. And suddenly, like, well, I thought the whole ruckus was about the dress code. And Chris is like, because we couldn't hear anything. We, you couldn't hear the person next to you in that club because the Michael Jackson conga line was so loud. And Kyle's like, I can't, I just can't. And Rene goes, I know, it's a tricky situation. But, you know, I hope, this is my hope, this is my secret hope, my little prayer is that I hope she gets the help she needs. You know what I mean? And I meant that yesterday. I did. 
<laughs> Kyle and I talking, and I goes, Lisa is putting me in a worse position. And, you know, I can imagine some horrible positions that Harry Hamlin's been put in just physically. Uh, it's not helping me for her to taunt my sister. I just want her to accept the apology and move on. And we're going to go, I pray for her. <laughs> I pray to Satan every day for her that she takes it and goes, how can I learn from this? How can I be better? How can I grow from this? You know? And Kyle goes, right. You're done. You're done. Um, but once again, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Ah, what? How can I grow from this? Rinna, at the end of the season, I hope at the reunion, Kathy comes out of like, Rinna, all I would like to say is, how can you learn from this? How can you be better? How can you grow from this? Fuck off. You're fired. You know, like, I just, this is so ridiculous. Because, you know, Lisa has never asked herself any of these questions when she's needed to. We're now at Kyle's house at on the day of the Foundation Gala. Uh, and Kyle's doing her own makeup. And she's like, you know, lipstick and angel Kyle's hairstylist is, I don't know, it's just makeup, you guys. Kyle's dogs are there again, protecting her and... Then we go to Dorit's house and Peter's like, Doctor me, baby. Poop to meet her. That's where you go. And we see his bright teeth. He's like, do I wear a bow tie or a straight tie? And, uh, and Dorit's like, baby, oops, no. Ooh, I think you should wear a bow tie. Beep, boop, puppy, boop, boop, boop. And, and he's like, I got a problem with that then, huh? I don't got no bow tie. Oh, and Dorit's like, why did you ask me then? And PK's like, because I was expecting you to go with toy. And Dorit's like, I'll go find you a bow tie. Beep, boop, 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 boop. Which is, this is just kind of the fun hijinks that this crazy couple, uh, they just have all the time. You, you, you gotta love this crazy couple. They are just Lucy and Desi all over again, but PK's the Lucy. You know what I'm saying? Really great times. And um, unfortunately, we don't get to see uh, little Phoenix or Jagger in the scene because they're practicing their karate. Diana, now we cut to her. Uh, she's a first season housewife. I've not seen a lot of her in a while. She's being glammed up by a hairstylist and makeup artist named Asher. No, it's actually people she paid. And also there's Ghostbusters around her cleansing the air. Uh, and Garcelle, we see then ready to leave for the event. So she has a long multiple ponytail. It's, you know, awesome. And then um, we find out that Sutton is in love with how her hair turned out. You know, she goes, ooh, ooh, it reminds me of ballet class. Well, this is so pretty. Hey, you guys, if I meet Sutton, do I act like I know ballet? Do I got, like, Sutton, do you, you know that I was in the Nutcracker Suite? I played the Nutcracker, yeah, yeah. Well, are you kidding me? You know, I love ballet. Really? Are you kidding me? I just brought that up out of nowhere. I didn't even know you liked ballet. I love ballet. Well, are you, I got two tickets to see some Christmas ballet. You want to go? Are you kidding me? Because I was going to say I had two tickets to a ballet show. But you know what? I'm going to, I'll just give mine to some friends, but I'll take your ballet ticket and go with you. And then we'll go to ballet together. And you know what? I was thinking about wearing my hair in a ballet bun. And she goes, oh my God, I wore my hair in a ballet bun at one point and it looked very sharp. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to just wear my hair normally. You go with the ballet bun because you're gorgeous. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> Erica is getting glammed in her tiny pool house. And she's like, I can't wait to play with diamonds. Uh, I'm not going to give these one back either. Fuck off. I got I to gotta lie my pockets. Uh. 
I don't know who's showing up. I'm always prepared for anything. I'm just going to try to be Grace Kelly tonight and rise above it all. <laughs> I'm sure that'll last five minutes. Grace Kelly, I know Grace Kelly, and you are no Grace Kelly, Erica. Uh, we cut to Rob, Crystal, and her brother Jeff. They're being driven, uh, driven over to the Omanskis. And Jeff, the brother, is like, tonight's black tie. What's the occasion? And Crystal's like, it's a foundation. Prince Albert runs it. So they part. Thank God it was a Prince Andrew, right? Like, that would have really taken a turn. So they partnered up with this jewelry company. I mean, if, if you want to buy the jewels, then I think Kyle might buy a piece. Kyle's such a shopper. And Rob goes, how about just a grill? And Jeff's like, a grill? And Rob goes, yep. Like the teeth thing, I think, right? And Crystal goes, I don't think Grace Kelly wore a grill. Crystal actually was wrong. Grace Kelly is the inventor of the grill. She had uh, diamond teeth grills. They show a glamorous photo of Grace dated 1929 to 1982, only 53 years old when she passed away. What a beautiful woman. Um, And Jeff said, I bet she did. They had whack teeth back in the day. Thank you, Jeff. And Crystal's like, back in the day... And they show a banner back in the day, 1950 to 1970s. And Crystal's like, it wasn't that long ago. Now, Rinna and Erica, the two demons, are in uh, on a broomstick on their way over to the party. And Rinna goes, my publicist called me and said, um, please stop calling me, please. I have a family, and uh, I would just appreciate it if you stopped calling me. No, she goes, my publicist called me so many times this week. She goes, they have so much inside information. You have no idea. Kathy's lawyers are trying to kill it. They sent cease and desist all over the place. It's a known fact what's going on. Like, she's like so. In addition to the big, gigantic cantaloupe ball she has, you can see her gigantic man boner right now. And it is like she's so thrilled. So thrilled. And also, what, like, like publicists for like movie stars, like they get them on like like talk shows and magazine covers. Like Rena's publicist calls to say stuff about Kathy Hilton, and like Rena should be like, yeah, okay, but what about my career? <laughs> Are we doing anything for me? <laughs> We're wrapping up the season, and once again, I have no work. <laughs> you know, like why? It's like you're my publicist. I truly, I don't know why why we're talking about this, but it's Rena, so of course. So we're setting up the scene, you know, Rennes giving us the information. And one day earlier, reality blurb headline, Garcelle Bouvet and Sutton Strack reportedly miss Erica's hair launch amid feud. Plus, did friend Kathy Hilton refuse to film? And this was weird because Sutton was at the hair launch. And uh, so you can't believe anything you read. And then they show Kathy on the E-Live Entertainment interview. And Kathy's like, well, I just read uh, something that I was screaming and throwing things. That is not me. Now, that's probably a lie, right? What do you, I mean... I was trying to think like what if I got asked a personal question about some of my behavior, which, by the way, you'll see at BravoCon, I'm going to fucking throw fits every night at a bar. You know, I'm like, I show bad is good, baby. I've never seen a grown man act like that. He literally had his nuts out. Um, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, you guys, especially my mom. If you're I'm so sorry. Um, So. Uh, you know, I was like, what would you say? And I'd be like, I don't think I would tell on like, you know, a national show of like, well, I, I really did scream and throw things. Like I probably would be like, oh no, I didn't, I didn't do anything like that. Like, cause why would you share that with everybody? And then they show a clip of damn Zach Peter from no filter podcast. Who's been on this podcast. I've been on his and his live show and all this shit. What what is Zach got? Who who is Brielle blowing over at Bravo to get Zach all? Because Zach was also in the Summer House episode 
The and it's like and Zach is like, I think that Kathy's lying through her teeth from people that witnessed a lot of this meltdown. She went crazy, and I think she's probably has these tantrums and meltdowns pretty often. And somebody clearly has some loose lips if they're spilling these details. I know more about that sentence than I am able to share. I will say that Zach, I mean, like, I love, I really love Zach. I actually saw him on Monday over at Dear Media or two or whenever that was. Truly love Zach, love his hustle, love his show. But I know, like, I, ah, someday Zach's going to have to tell all. Um, Brenna says, Hence the text I got. Silence is golden. I said, guess what? I'm not that person. You're that person. But I'm not that person. You're that person. I'm not that person. Rena, you are that person too. And Rena on the talking head goes, as much as Kathy would like to silence me. They show Kathy's text to Rena again. Please, please do not say anything we discussed. Otherwise, it'll make a huge scene that everyone gets dragged into. No bueno. Because she sells bueno wrong. Please, it goes further than you would want to know. Silence is golden. I am staying silent. Heart emoji, heart emoji, heart emoji, heart emoji, right? Pretty straightforward text if, you know, like, Kathy's others are the same. Like, don't. Like, my family, you know, I spoke. You know, like, what I'm saying? Like, I did throw a fit. Please don't tell Kyle. Like, I did say probably nasty things, right? Rinna on a talking head goes, she knows what she did. She acted like a fool at that club. Her behavior was disgusting. I'll never be invited to a nightclub ever again. Her behavior was disgusting. Once again, this is editors. Why did you not do a supercut of all the times Lisa was fucking embarrassing this season? Like, truly, truly disgusting behavior. You had it right there at the ready, and you didn't fucking stick the landing, you guys. Radar headline, Kathy Hilton has meltdown during Aspen trip. Got into a shouting match with nightclub employee over Michael Jackson. Now, what, maybe it wasn't about the song. Maybe it was just um, like somebody was like, I hated the Bad Album. Like, you take that back. The Bad Album was amazing. How dare you? Rinna and I talking to her says, so now all of a sudden, Press has gotten a hold of it. It's everywhere. Hey, hey, I'm the belle of the ball. I'm involved. Back in the broomstick, Rinna says, I can't make it go away. I mean, I think you know I'm still shook. <laughs> we said it again. Buy it, because I've never seen a human being behave like that in my life. Erica lets out a deep fart and doesn't say excuse me and goes, Oh, God. And Rena goes, Deep breath. We got to take a deep breath. But if you think if that, you know, obviously, I don't know. I don't think she farted. But if she did, that would have been funny dialogue where Erica goes, Oh, God, as she farts. And then Rena goes, Deep breath, because Rena seems like somebody that likes to smell and eat farts. Um, so allegedly, and at Kyle's house, Mauricio is still dressed in his token t-shirt. He's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> honey, and Kyle goes, honey. And Mauricio goes, yeah. You know, the door gets pushed open, just smoke goes out like a college dorm room. Kyle's like, can you take back that ring you bought me? Cause I have a new one. Oh, honey, nice hair. And Mauricio's like, I'm not coming in right now. I'm just, I'm hanging. And Kyle's like, I'm giving you this. I'm getting my new one. Thank you. And Marisa's like, oh, that's beautiful. Kyle puts on the 52 carat diamond ring costing $1 million. $300,000 less than Erica Jane's earrings. And Marisa goes, they shouldn't have made that thing so small. <laughs> yeah. And Kyle and the talking head goes, Beverly Hills parties are always over the top and elegant because the more glamorous you make it look, the more money people feel like they have to give. And eventually you will get robbed by burglars. The Gizmondi diamond people are draping a lavish $3 million in jewelry tonight. Um, there's a diamond necklace around Kyle's neck and she says, oh my God, look at her 
but no, she goes, oh my God, God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Kyle and I talking to her says, throw some gorgeous gowns on some women, men in tuxedos, diamonds galore. People are going to spend some money. Or you could have just taken all of that money for all the tux rentals and all that, just give that to the chair. But we're mincing words. Kyle, admiring her sparkling self in the mirror, says, I feel like more than a million bucks because I am. What is this, like a? It's like a Fab Fit Fun Box commercial. <laughs> I feel like more than a million bucks because I am with my new Fab Fit Fun Box. Dorit and PK are in the car on their way, and Dorit's like, Did I tell you I love you today, baby? Beep boop, bobby, boop, boop, boop. You did this morning. And Dorit goes, Did I show you that I love you this morning? And PK goes, You didn't know. And Dorit goes, Oh. Which uh, Juliana wrote, she's cleverly setting herself up for the right moment to ask for some jewelry tonight. And uh, so I guess that's what I, my head, I was like, wait, what did you, uh, did I show you that I love you this morning? I was like, are we talking BJs? What are we talking about? And all those, uh, I had let some people in on some knowledge earlier in an episode this week, kick the kids out of the car. I'd like to explain what a blowjob is to you guys for once and all, just so we're on the same page now. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Um, so uh, Jill from Gizmondi to Dorit goes, we've been waiting for you. And Dorit gets draped in a $5 million diamond necklace. Is that right? And she gasps. And PK goes, gorgeous. I didn't bring my credit card, babe. I'm sorry. I lost it at the gambling table. <laughs> and Kyle is roaming around greeting guests. Mauricio is clearly showered in his tux and bow tie. His hair is styled, looking hot as always. And Kyle's like, Faye, can you believe? It's the... Um, the morally corrupt Faye Resnick from the OJ uh, experience and Kyle's best friend uh, goes, oh my God, you look beautiful, Kyle. Little Asher and Diana uh, walk in and Diana's like, hello, 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 everybody. And there's all these diamonds displayed on the table and no one around watching them. This is the perfect time for Erica Jane to just pounce or potentially orphans and widows just to try to get back some of that money. Uh, Diana talking to goes, the producer asked her, most of women borrow jewelry. You choose not. Oh, so, sorry. The producer says, most of the women borrow jewelry, Diana. You chose not to. Why not? And Diana goes, I'm just going to do this. <laughs> and you figure out the carrots. Because <laughs> she owns big jewelry already. So she doesn't need anything loaned to her. Crystal has arrived and is getting herself jeweled up. And Jeff goes to the jeweler. You don't have any grills, do you? Jeff's like, no, okay. Crystal's necklace is just a chintzy $1,100,000. And Rob's like, wow, no men's rings, huh? Mauricio is about PK's tux. He's like, where'd you get this, dude, Target? And he goes, this is Alexander McQueen, mate. And Mauricio's like, where'd you get that? Don't lie. And PK goes, don't worry about me. You just keep doing your thing, laughing at your own jokes. Puta Mita. And Kyle's like, oh, Jessica Rabbit's in the house, referring to Diana's look and the fact that uh, Asher looks like Roger Rabbit. And um, this is when Kyle wishes she was blonde, I bet. Kyle says, you really look like Jessica Rabbit coming in. Oh, my God. Look at those tits. And Dorit goes, Kathy's not coming. And Kyle's like, Kathy's out of town. She's not here for any reason. Not any, you know, like she's like, no, no, it's not. She's actually out of town. She's at therapy dealing with her issues for Lisa Rinna. No, it's Garcelle Sutton and Sheree are arriving together. And Sutton's like, well, this house was built in 1880. And she's like, which house? Her house? It's on two acres. You're welcome. I'll be your tour guide. And Garcelle's like, yeah, I don't know why you're sharing that. And she's like, well, I was actually enjoying the history. And Sutton's like, well, your tour ends here. Get out. <laughs> 
Um, so then Sutton, with a large diamond-looking collar around her neck, which is hers, makes her way outside with Garcelle. And Garcelle's like, let's go straight to the bar. And Crystal's already there and goes, hi. And Kyle's like, are you getting jewelry? And Garcelle's like, no, because I'm sticking with my green tonight. It's her accent color, including her lips. I don't know what that even means, but Juliana wrote that with her white dress. Eric and Rinta, Rinna, they get up the broomstick. They go into the house. And Eric's like, hello, these are the diamonds. I just would love if any diamond Eric had gotten into contact with had to be confiscated immediately. Like, she's not a, even allowed around them until all this is cleared up. And we're just like, hey, <laughs> I heard you about all the diamonds. And Kyle's like, there's a lot of stuff going on. And Chris is like, what happened? Do I want to know? And Kyle's like, things about my sister being talked about over and over. It's not going to help the situation. And Chris goes, no, this really needs to be handled between you and Kathy. And Kyle goes, do you need to go to the blogs? We are showing a clip from Kempire's podcast, who's also, I think, a big YouTuber as well. And Kempire's like, did Kathy Hilton have a complete meltdown during the recent Aspen trip? But just think about it, you guys. You could also say, well, if there was a leak, did Lisa Rinna throw a shit fit at a homeless, not toothless party with Melissa Etheridge? Like, what is the difference? What is, I don't. So we see the All About the Tea posted the headline, Kathy Hilton sends Lisa Rinna cease and desist after Aspen blowout. Kyle's like, I'm seeing things that aren't even true. And Chris goes, how do you know? And Kyle goes, I don't know, because it was leaked. Leaked. We all heard it. We all saw. But Erica and Rinna are the ones most upset about it. Oh, isn't it funny that it's those two? One week earlier at Crystal's birthday party, Erica is going, but if we're going to talk about Erica's behavior, are we going to talk about Everybody in this group. Rinna gets a diamond necklace. It's one million three hundred fifty thousand dollars, and uh, she's like, and Crystal's like, the question is, what's the motive about it? What's the point? And Kyle's like, because it, it's not like everyone here is an angel. And if you, I mean, you are saying something right there, Tuts, because. No, they're, none of these ladies are angels, and especially the two that are paying the most attention to it. And I just think that is the thing that we have to keep. Just Isn't that interesting? I just find that part something we need to pay attention to. Um, so, uh, sorry, guys, I lost my place. Anyways... <laughs> uh, yeah, so everybody's not an angle. We cut to Erica wearing dangling diamond earrings, $250,000 worth. And Kyle's like, you don't get to decide what apology is acceptable or what someone needs to do to be forgiven. Was she an asshole? She was. And Crystal goes, yeah, but she apologized. Kyle's like, she apologized. Crystal goes, of course. And Kyle goes, and if you care about me, then can you not keep talking about it? Rinna and Erica stepping out to the party. <laughs> Beavis and Butthead, Dumb and Dumber, they all just come walking in. And Kyle's like, I'm the one that's going to be hurt in the end. My children. And Crystal's like, that's exactly how I feel. Well, they're here. And Rinna goes, well, hello. What about Kathy Hilton? Let's talk about it. <laughs> and Chris is like, do you want to talk to them about it? And Kyle's like, not now. Kyle in a talking head says, tonight I'm hoping that everyone can drop what happened in Aspen and we can have a beautiful, fun, elegant evening. And I'm like, Kyle, do you realize what show you're on? Um, and Kyle goes, God bless America. Why don't you own this thing to Sutton? 
Uh, she's blushing as she looks down at the ring she's wearing. And Kyle's like, holy smoke show, Alex, Trey, hello. Kyle's basically ignoring Rena, standing right behind her, but says a quick hello. And Kyle, turning back to Sutton, says, well, this is the one I really want. I'm literally dying for this ring. It's like a yellow diamond. And um, Rena's like, everyone is really gorgeous. <laughs> I'm here. Hello. <laughs> no one's listening. Rena's at the bar next to them. She's like, can I get a... Oh, excuse me, my PTSD. I forgot my drink order. Oh, I feel cancer building up in my body right now. Ooh, ooh. Can I get a Belvedere vodka? Yeah, with soda and lemon. You can make it a double. And Erica's like, hey, hon, Belvedere soda with lemon. Why didn't we get a carcass out? What the fuck? There's thumping on the microphone. Boom, 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 boom. I realize I actually have a microphone. Hi, everyone. And Erica's like, Technically, I'm not supposed to be drinking anything, but that's not going to work tonight. And Sutton's like, right. Kyle's like, everybody, get over here. And we meet Brisa from the foundation. It's like, thank you, blah, blah, blah. And Brisa goes, tonight's an extra special evening because Lisa Rinna's and Erica has leaked things. No, she goes, because we're celebrating the launch of the first ever luxury brand founded entirely for good. Brisa's like, 100% of the proceeds are going to the, okay, everybody's clap, Princess Grace, awesome, let's help. And Kyle's like, okay, that's done. Now we can go fight. And everybody's like, let's sit down. And um, Garcelle goes, Asher, I need. And Asher goes, I know, I know, I had to match her. Razzle dazzle. And we see he's wearing Dorothy's ruby slippers from The Wizard of Oz. And Garcelle goes, oh, I laugh. Those are great. Oh, my goodness. Everyone moves towards the table seat. And everyone's like, oh, look at this. Ooh. And Garcia's like, this is gorgeous. And Chris is like looking at the name cards, like, Kyle, Dorit, you're here. And he's like, who's sitting next to me? How come there's no name card? And Erica goes, PK says thanks to you. And Dorit goes, oh, I forgot about PK. And they laugh. <laughs> PK's walking up, I'm assuming that on me. Uh-uh. And Erica's like, how quickly we forget. And Kyle's sitting next to Garcelle. Isn't this beautiful? And Sutton, sitting on the other side of Garcelle, goes, It's so pretty. And Kyle's like, Honey, my husband's stepping all over my fringe. Um, and the caterers are getting everyone food. Kyle quietly to Garcelle, Have you spoken to Kathy? And Garcelle goes, Today. And, well, she's upset that people are running with a story that doesn't make her look good, you know? Garcelle and Talking Ed says, I think Kathy's pissed. I think she feels maybe Rinna shouldn't have made her apologize. I don't know what happened, but Rinna is not letting it go. It may really affect Kyle and Kathy's relationship. Is that worth it? I don't know. Only Rinna knows. Like, Garcelle is so straight, you know? It's like, yeah, this is how I see it. Like, is it worth it? I don't know. Um, and Kyle goes, she apologized to me. She, you know, apologized to Lisa. And Garcelle goes, for what? And Kyle goes, she and Erica were saying that it hurt them that she was talking bad about me. This is, can you even like reading this? It makes me laugh. It hurt Erica and Rinna that she was talking bad about me. It's like this, we recap the show selling the OC from Netflix on our Patreon. And it's like this one girl, Kayla, has to apologize to the whole office because she got drunk and tried to make out with this dude, Tyler. And she has to apologize to all the women in the office for some reason. She's like, you're like, they're like, Kayla, it made us all look bad. And we're like, what? Like, I love people that get hurt on behalf of you. It sometimes reads just so false. Um, so, uh, Kyle's like, she and Erica were, you know, it hurt them. She was talking bad about me, being mad at me. I don't want it to cause a problem between my friends and my sister. But honestly, and Garcelle goes, well, your friends don't seem to care about you because if they did, they would let it go. 
Guys, I don't like to use the word truth bomb because I think it's lame, but truth bomb, that's, once again, Garcelle, great example. Erica's whispering to Rena, I'm gonna take a shit. No, she goes, I'm telling you right now, those two are coming for me. Actually, no, we're, they're, they're talking about Lisa right now in, in reality. Like, Erica, get over yourself. And Rena goes, and me too. <laughs> I can hear it. Me too. And Garris is like, honestly, I think it's to distract from Erica. We're not talking about Erica anymore. Now we're talking about Kathy. That's my opinion. Erica's intently watching Garcelle and Kyle talk. And Kyle goes, I mean, it's very hard to say what happened because it's like I'm being watched. Do you know what I mean? Because they're watching right over there. And Garcelle goes, okay. And Kyle's like, I feel like an opportunity is being taken advantage of. And Garcelle goes, yeah, they're running with it. And Kyle goes, it's too much. And Garcelle goes, that's your sister. You need to stand up for your sister. And Kyle goes, it's too much. And it's going to be a situation where I'm not going to be able to recover from it. Comments by celebs with Emma. We were talking like, wouldn't it be so great for Garcelle and Kyle to be friends one day? Now is the part of the show where I get to talk about our sponsors. And today, So Bad It's Good is sponsored by our friends at BetterHelp. Now, I always talk about mental health on this show. And uh, I've been lucky enough to talk about BetterHelp so many times. And it is a great company. Um, A lot of the times I'll find myself stuck on... um, Focusing on problems or just negative thought patterns, and I will do nothing to try to fix it. I'll just be on a circular repeat of negativity, of the problem, of negativity, of the problem. And I never work or never even think about trying a different mindset. And it can be tough to train your brain to stay in problem-solving mode when faced with a challenge in life, which we are now faced with every day, especially when you get older. Doesn't it feel like that? Every day, every week, something new is thrown at you. But when you learn how to find your own solutions, there's no better feeling. So a therapist can help you become a better problem solver, making it easier to go accomplish your goals, no matter how big or small. Now, I have a personal experience with BetterHelp. They do help me. I do have problems. That is, they are good people to talk to that can actually point you in the right direction of problem-solving modes, of getting you out of repetitive negative thought cycles. And I know I'm not supposed to say negative things, but sometimes I can be a bit lazy. And it is really great because you do not even have to get in your car to go someplace to do this. You can do this online. You can work this around your schedule. Um, what inspired me to go to therapy is uh, I, I do. I, I have a very negative uh, glass half empty kind of way of looking at the world. And I always have. But I always have. Uh, but I also have this weird, like, great hope for everything and, and for people. And I don't understand sometimes why I have both of those feelings. And it was a problem that became something that I couldn't deal with by myself. And I got scared because if you look at, uh, you know, just normal insurance uh, or normal therapy, if you don't have insurance, you're, you can look up something like $500, $500 for an hour of therapy. I can't do that. Um, but with better help, they are cost effective on top of everything else. Um, you become more confident. You actually have tools that you can put in your toolkit that you can learn. So when things do go wrong, you don't feel like the world is falling. Sometimes you do, but then you learn to think the thoughts and breathe and do all of the things that help you get to a better headspace. 
Um, so if you're thinking of giving therapy a try, which I think everybody should give it a try, I think this is the one thing where it's like, this should be like skippity doo dah. Like everybody should be happy to get to go to therapy. Like, listen, you get to talk about yourself for like 50 minutes. And some people might not like that, but that's fine. Take your time. This is your time. These people are our professionals. Um, BetterHelp is a great option to start with. It's convenient, it's accessible, affordable, and entirely online, like I said. You can get matched with a therapist after filling out a brief survey and switch therapists at any time. Remember, this is not something that is just going to be fixed like that. This is not just a glove that's going to fit perfectly. You're going to need to participate in all of this. Your first therapist might not be the right therapist for you, and that's okay. Go to another therapist. Find out what works for you. But all you have to do is just take that first step. So when you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit, visit betterhelp.com slash so bad today to get 10% off your first month. That's better, B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash so bad. When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Like when they have conversations like this, you're like, oh my God, Garcella, you make Kyle seem kind of normal. Like, you know, like when you're like, wow, this is a lot of rationale coming at us all of a sudden. Kyle goes, it's too much. And it's going to be a situation where I'm not going to be able to recover from it. And Garcella goes, no, no. All right. Do you want to get up? Go by the heaters? And uh, the three of them, I can I can see over Rena's head. She she says the three of them, I can see over Rena's hair, which is hysterical. And Rena's turning around. Oh, there's heaters! There's heaters, Erica. Cozy sofas. Oh, there's heaters. Let's go everywhere. And Garza goes, it feels so good right over here. And Asher's still at the table. And he's like, all of a sudden, it got cold. It got cold quick. And Diana, very loud and harsh, goes, it's cold from where we get here, and it's Kyle's fault pointing her finger and raising her voice directly at Kyle. Thank you for playing this season, Diana. What a what a what an addition. She goes, because she holds a party in February without fucking heat or who does that? I don't know. <laughs> I'm forgetting how to do acts. Outdoor temperature is 62 degrees, you guys. Eight people died at that party that night. We'll always remember them in the Gizmondi diamonds or whatever they are. And Garcelle goes I want to find out, like, why did Kathy apologize to Rinna? To and Sutton makes that fancy Drew, like, well, this is a case for fancy Drew. And Rinna, shuffling up, says, oh, I'm going to hug this heater. And Garcelle goes, 
Are you guys coming over here? And we're like, you guys come shit. I'm sitting as close to this heater as I can get. I'm skin and bones. What's happening? <laughs> and Garcia goes, nothing. I, I want to know because I'm kind of out of the loop. What happened in Aspen? Because I, I didn't go to the club. Um, what are you fucking going on about? You're, what are you so offended about that you needed an apology from Kathy? And we're goes, I did not need anything from Kathy. <laughs> and Garcia goes, well, if Kathy apologized, then we should let it go. And we're goes, Who's not letting it go? Why are you saying that? Why are you saying we should let it go? Who are you talking to? <laughs> Garcelle goes, well, I guess I'm talking to the two of you. Fucking love Garcelle, man. She doesn't back that. She's not like, oh, uh, never mind. She's like, the two of you, that's who I'm talking to? When Erica answers fast like that, you know she's lying. Like, I don't even know how to do it. But when Garcelle does it, you believe it immediately. Because Garcelle doesn't bond. I guess I'm talking to the two of you. And Eric goes, you too? And Renna goes, why do you have an attitude about this? I sense an attitude coming from you. And I'm just like, why? By the way, I just remembered you guys. The other thing with Patrick the butler and Renna was remember she took fucking Patrick's bell. And she was like, and she was ringing the bell. Like an insane woman. Sorry, that just popped in my head. Um... Rinna and I talking to her goes, why is Garcelle so opinionated if she wasn't any part of it? Well, I don't know, Lisa. That's a very funny question. Why is Garcelle so opinionated? It's almost like, why are you? Ah, uh, really, these are all good questions for you and Erica as well. And also, it's easy. Garcelle is Kathy's friend. You know, <laughs> you know, you're Erica's friend. Did you have any part in stealing money from victims? Does Garcelle need to have been at the club for her to stand up for Kathy? None of that, you know, it's like this all... Makes sense to me. Garcelle says, if I can be completely honest, I feel uh, like now we're not talking about Erica anymore. We're talking about Kathy. And Garcelle and I talking to her goes, Erica has said some really awful things in the past. We get a flashback to Erica saying, we're not even sure those people want that, those victims and those victims want that, that, that they want pay to say that. Two weeks earlier, Garcelle going, don't you think you should give them up anyway? Am I the one that signed those checks? No, I spent the money. <laughs> and Erica's like, I don't give a fuck about anybody else but me. Garcelle and I talking to her says, this feels like they're gunning for Kathy. And oh, by the way, we don't have to talk about Erica. I mean, guys, she said those fucking things the night before this thing. And like that, to me, was something we got on tape that was fucking horrible. Disgusting. Kathy freaked out during a Michael Jackson song and then said bad shit about her sister and everybody in the cast in a sprinter van and we didn't get any footage. But Erica saying that the only person that matters to me in a conversation about victims and orphans and widows, those are even comparable in any sort of way. That part confuses me. And... um Rena goes, well, talk about Erica. And Erica's like, people in this group have been very hard on me, and I'm taking it. And I've owned up to it. So Kathy has to own her shit, too. So that's kind of a confession that Garcelle and Kyle are right. They are gunning for Kathy. But also, I feel like Erica's been treated very lightly. You know, like... Erica has yelled more than she's been yelled at. Erica's been able to say everything she wants without really answering any questions. So I don't know what the hard on me. I mean, we've been hard on her. Are we talking about the royal we? Are we talking about Instagram? Are we talking about, like, we've all been hard on Erica, but have they been hard on Erica? Eh, not really. I think Erica's been more hard on them. I remember Erica screaming at Sutton. I remember Erica's, you know, like, when it goes, you guys... 
Here's the thing. I want to make this really clear. This is not my fault. <laughs> this is not Erica's fault, okay? And Kyle's like, it's not my fault. No, no, it's not your fault either. Yeah, your sister, she had this behavior. She did it. That's that. And Garcelle's like, would you rather this had not been brought up at all? And Kyle's like, I don't want my family to get ruined. <laughs> Once again, I want everyone at my daughter's wedding. That's all I want. We have to let it go now. And Renee goes, but you can't just sweep this under the carpet and go, that didn't happen. Rinna, you fucking can, man. Like, I don't even know what you're like. Rinna, what? Oh my God, is this going to hurt you and we have to sweep it under the rug? Also, it's not swept under the rug because it made it to the show, girl. Like, this is how the show works. You can. You got it out there. Why do we need to, like, I'm even getting confused and I watch these nonstop. And Garcia's like, it can if she wants to do it. And Rinna goes, I'm not going to take it to my grave. Because then I'd get sick and get cancer if I didn't express this. Okay. The moment that I've gotten DM'd from some of you about, and, uh, <laughs> fuck, you know, fuck, fuck, shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up, fuck, fuck you, fuck you. Uh, my roommate said something interesting. She texted, she said, remember when Chris Jenner on the Kardashian said about Robert Kardashian that he potentially got cancer because he knew, you know, OJ was guilty? Or something, you know, he got esophageal cancer. And I had, like, forgotten all about that. But in this state, I just feel like that's so fucking gross. And I tweeted, I said, oh, I got cancer from watching Lisa Renna this season. And people, some people thought that was gross. And, you know, like, listen, potentially. But that's how gross Lisa Renna is. That she fucking said she will get cancer if she keeps this Kathy thing in. The Kathy thing's already out. So what is she? What 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 are we not? What, what's the what's the big reveal? We've we're, are we just not getting the specifics of the shit she talked about because we heard she talked the shit, but it's gonna give her cancer. Like fuck off. My mom has cancer. Like my mom's dealing with like aggressive cancer right now. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Like honestly, it's fucking ridiculous. Look at yourself. That is like such a sad fucking statement from an older lady. I would get cancer. If I kept this in, imagine the shit that you have been involved with over the years that you have kept in, the secrets that you have kept for yourself and others, maybe potentially secrets in your own family that you have kept in. And hopefully you are cancer-free. I don't wish any illness on you, but what a gross, gross thing to say. You find new ways to lower the bar where the bar is so low ground right now, Lisa, you know, you can just walk right over it. You know, like it's just, it's, that even shocked me. Like it made me laugh at first and then it kind of made me mad. And I was like, just shake it off. It's just like when Kanye says stupid shit, you're like, shake it off, shake it off. And, uh, yeah. And, uh, so, Zarina keeps going, that's how bad it is to have these kind of things go on and not express them. I'll get sick and die because it's that vile. You'll get sick and die because it's that vile. 
And Dorit and Natalia goes, wow. And Diane and a talking head is even laughing like, did she really say that? <laughs> and Garcelle and a talking head goes, oh my God, she's so dramatic. <laughs> Are we on days of our lives again? God, at least if we were, that would have been a written line for her and it would have been an acting job. This is actually coming out of Lisa Rinna's mouth. Rinna goes, Kathy, she was saying things that can ruin people's lives forever. She said, I have done everything that I can. And Lisa goes, I have done everything that I can to try and protect this situation. Does anybody know what happened back at the house? <laughs> Kathy clogged up the shitter. Um, I love this. Like, I've done everything to protect the situation, but does anybody know what happened to the house? Like, do you see the... It's like, it's amazing. It truly is incredible. Like, my, it's just sloppy and weird and funny and horrifying everything that comes out of her mouth at this point and Rena yelling Kyle do you know what happened back at the house and Kyle goes I know some things and Rena cuts her off Garcelle do you know what happened back at the house and Garcelle goes no Dury do you know what happened back at the house and Dury goes no and Rena goes Diana and no and Rena goes Crystal Cherie Erica Sutton Pika Mauricio is it sitting the diamond company did anybody know can one person just say yes just to shut her the fuck up and someone's like well you gave zero details and Rena goes before you point fingers at anybody especially me and say oh my god I would think you would protect your friend you better believe I'm protecting my friend and at that point, she looks over, and uh, Erica's just fully uh, in a witch outfit. No, she, she, you better believe I'm protecting my witch friend. Erica and I talk to her, goes, I don't know what happened in that house with Lisa. Only Lisa knows. And I hope she tells. <laughs> First off, I think there is no way in hell that Erica wouldn't know and doesn't know. But I also don't think maybe it was as big of a deal. I think the club shit... And the shit talk, you know, like the house shit. I don't know if it was as big of a deal. And I think Erica would know. And it almost then leads me to believe, like, is Lisa even lying to Erica? Is Lisa even like, you don't want to know, Erica. I can't think of what to tell her. But I just, it's really bad. It's, I, I just can't. I can't even think right now. Um, so, so, meanwhile, in the party area, Rob, the director of Lion King, goes... Every moment, there's big drama, which, by the way, Rob, who actually does something with his days, has to be at some point just like, oh, man, I don't know if I really want to be a part of any of it. You know, like Rob works on children's films and classics and I'm like, uh, uh, skinny ladies screaming again. OK, cool. Um, Crystal goes. I think what Kyle is saying is she wants to mend things with her sister. And this is the legacy of the family that is so much bigger than anything. And Eric's like, hold on. I need to say something. Oh, boy. Oh, let's all gather around, Erica. For a year and a half, I've been fucking pummeled by dick. I get so much dick. No, she goes, Kyle goes, okay, so that's why you want Kathy to be called out? Yes, it is, actually. She had bad behavior in front of all of us in a public space. And then, so there's consequences to that. Not if you're Rena. Rena can do it. No consequences. Kyle goes, you're only punishing me, just so you know. Really, that's not fair. We're trying to. And Erica's like, hold on. Your sister's punishing you. And we're like, that's right. Your sister's punishing you. That's right, Erica. <laughs> like, the way she would. This was what reminded me. I made the Beavis and Butthead meme yesterday. Because it was like, hold on. Yeah. Your sister's punishing you. That's right. <laughs> you're, you're, come, 
come shut up, Beavis. That's right, your sister's punishing you. That's right, Erica. Like Rena was just like, yes, right. She was like, so yeah, yeah, Erica said. And Kyle gets up. She's like, I'm going to the bathroom. Dorit follows her, and Rena goes, it's a tricky situation, you guys. Actually, I don't feel like it's that tricky anymore. And Sun's like, well, I just, I got, I just let it be, you know. We let the sisters take care of it. And Diana goes, I'm going to go. <laughs> so cold. And Eric's like, me too. I'm going to go too. She's like, I got these diamonds on. Does anybody see me? I got to go. Uh, Chris goes, okay, let's all go. And Kyle to Dorit in the house goes, you don't think it's weird that at every event, every detail is being leaked to the press? And Dorit goes, yes, I do think it's weird. It's not me, I swear. Huh? Do you think it's somebody in this group? And Kyle goes, 100%. And Dorit goes, Oh, shit. Beep, boop, 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 boop. Kyle and a talking head goes, first, there were leaks in Aspen. Reality blurb. Kathy Hilton accused of meltdown amid heat. Kyle and a talking head goes, then I heard from a very reliable source that there are other leaks that never made it to publication. I was told who the leak was, and it's in this group. Kyle says, somebody wants my sister to look bad so they won't look as bad. Dorit supposedly shocked. Oh, but also kind of like, well, who in this group would that be? Like, I'm gen- I'm genuinely confused. We're all kind of bad people. <laughs> and, ooh, and the camera flashes to Erica and Rena. And Garso's like, bye, you guys. And Kyle's like, oh, I forgot. I have to give give this jewelry back. Shit. And Rena goes, I have to go give my jewelry back. And Erica's like, yeah, me too. I'm gonna, uh, you thought I'd all steal it, but I'm going to give back. And Kyle's like, I have to fill you in on everything, Faye, Faye Resnick. Kathy found out people were giving stories to the tabloids. The articles were squashed because lawyers were involved. And who goes, you could just hit that straight on and say, are you doing this? And Sutton's like, for the love of God, do I have to do this? Come on. Do I got to do everything? I was so proud of my girl in this moment, man. Taking fucking chill. Like, from last season to this season, she's like, well, I'm going to do it. It's so easy. And Sutton's tapping her bag with each syllable. She's like... Point blank. Did either one of you leak information to the press? And Erica, like a boy, John says, No! And when he goes, No! And spins and walks away. And son's like, Well, Kyle needs to know. I'm just asking. And Erica's like, What's going on, ma? And Kyle's like, Oh my God. And Sutton repeats herself in front of Kyle this time. Did either one of you, I'll say, I'll say, leak to the press any of this information about Kathy? And Erica rapidly answers, No, I don't. No, I know I don't even know how to do that. And that's when we knew Erica was a liar. Fucking liar. Immediately. Not even thinking like, I've never even heard of page six or one of these publications you speak of. No, I don't even know how to do that. Girl, what a sloppy fucking answer. You could have just said no. The no, I don't know how to do that is like the 100% you're fucking the one that did it. Like, everyone goes, no. And Sutton's like, tell her. And Erica's like, no, Kyle, no. And goes, no. And Kyle's like, it was someone who works for you. And Kyle points to Erica. And, and Rena's like, well, I didn't even think you could afford to have people work for you, Erica. And Erica's like, interesting. <laughs> it's fascinating. And Kyle's like, a publicist. Erica stands silent and defiantly stares at Kyle. Kyle in a talking head. Kathy launched an investigation. This is what happens when you fuck with money. This is, you know, and this is the great thing because we really couldn't launch a proper investigation with uh, Lucy, Lucy, Apple Juice, right? The dog and the radar and all that. We couldn't launch that proper investigation. 
But now we got some money to launch some investigations. I'm, I'm all for it, man. Let's launch some investigations. And uh, <laughs> so we found out that someone on Kyle's like, and so we, we found out that someone on Erica's team has leaked those stories. I'm trying to find uh, more about this publicist. I took a snapshot of this because we had seen this publicist earlier in the season. Remember when Eric was like, yeah, well, I'll be a dominatrix. I'll get paid to fucking tell people what to do. And the publicist was like, oh, that'd be great. I'm like, how is this Nikki Hilton same publicist? Like, I was like, truly, I was like, this guy is Nikki Hilton's publicist? But we saw him earlier in the season. Do you guys remember that? And we also, uh, somebody on Twitter, this at totally... Kai KY posted this and I thought it was awesome is that the publicist's name is Jack and we see Jack from this season and it says Erica's publicist. And then Jack is also uh, Jackie's publicist, the queen of Versailles. If you guys remember her from below deck and the queen of Versailles uh, documentary. And then also um, he was uh, in a picture with uh, uh, Kim, uh, Kim Bierman. Uh, her publicist. And also uh, he was in an OC episode as Gretchen's friend. So this man has hung out with Gretchen from OC, um, Jackie, Queen of Versailles, Erica. And uh, I just, holy shit. Like this guy hangs out with a lot of really cool housewives, but I'm just like, this is so weird. It's this dude. And Eric goes, my publicist did that. Kyle just stares back at Erica. Erica, total poker face, goes, well, you should just show me what you have. And Kyle's like, I'm sure we can get that to you. And Erica's like, fuck, I have to spend more money on lawyers? Oh, no, damn it. Oh, shit, I got to tell the guy that's paying for all my law fees. We got we got more, we need more money coming in. We got another case. Oh, fuck, what I do? Shit. And Eric goes, please do that ASAP. And she stares stone cold hard at Kyle. It's that kind of mad that you are when you're guilty. <laughs> you're like, how dare you? How dare you? You know, it's like the Scooby-Doo. And I would have got, and I would have got a wave on it too. That wasn't for that damn kind of him. And, um, when he goes, I know, yeah, I've gotten a lot of calls and dealt with my own publicist this week. <laughs> like, like, Renna's like, don't forget about me. I've gotten so much attention this week. It's like, it's kind of flattering. It's, it's cool. But I got a lot of, like, you know, inquiries. Like, what's going on with me? And just, you know, it's crazy. Anyways, my own but And so things that have been said about me. But what I'm saying is that a lot of stuff that gets out there that, you know, isn't necessarily a leak from anybody. And I've had to, you know, she's like... It's so sad. It's like trying to cover it the last minute done so poorly. Like, you know what the funny thing is? is I don't I don't even know. Like, and when I really think about it, I don't even know if I'm mad at Kathy. <laughs> like, when I'm thinking about it, like, maybe we should all forget just about it. I don't know. And Kyle's like, I've never gotten any calls. And I don't have a publicist, but I haven't gotten any calls. Like, I love that Kyle doesn't have I was like, Kyle, damn, look at you not having a publicist. I love that. When he goes, I have. I've gotten calls. And Eric's like... I know Nikki Hilton and I share a publicist, so I don't think that would be in his best interest to do something like that to his client. Eric in a talking head goes, How convenient to accuse my publicist of press leaks. 
You know what? Your sister made an ass out of herself in public and everyone saw it. It's really disappointing to see Kyle flip this back on me. Let's be honest. She's afraid of Kathy. She's afraid of what she'll do to her. Erica never letting down, which just also shows us what a fucking liar she is. So don't fucking trust anything that comes out of this woman's mouth. She will lie straight to your face. Rena goes, if we open our mouths... People are listening and watching everything we do. They are. Like on your Instagram. Um, I, you know, also, I love this when they think they are like true Grace Kellys. Like, listen, we all love the housewives. You know, there's about like, you know, 1.5 million of us, I would say, that love us. You know, like there's billions of people in the world. Like, it's like we, we're a small, small but mighty group of fans and loyalists. But that's it. Like, where, you know, it's like, everybody cares about every move I make. It's like, no, nah, most people don't. Like, you're good. You're good. Also, this is the what I was talking about earlier that just made me fucking livid because overseas, uh, or in this high you, wherever this is, they got a different version of this. And I need to play the audio for this, of this for you, because it truly makes it very interesting uh, this was on Sarah Galley's reel. Sorry. Just don't mind why, why I do this. Uh, I'm trying to pull this. With someone who works for you. Interesting. A publicist. Okay. Kathy launched an investigation and found out that we saw all this. someone on Eric's team okay. that had leaked these stories. My publicist did that? My publicist did that? Well, then you should show me what you have. Oh, yeah. We saw that, right? I'm sure we can get that to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please do that ASAP. ASAP. I've okay. Really cared about Jack, Kathy. Erica's publicist. And so the things that she said to read. Listen, I saw Kathy. I've never seen her that way. I said this to her. I've not been with you enough that I would see something like that, but you were not yourself. It's going down. And then I said, I don't know if you remember. And it's good. Nice to. I know that Nikki and I share a publicist. Yeah. So I don't think that would be in his best interest to do something like that to his client. Okay. So now we have it on. We have it. Hey, we have what we didn't have in the Sprinter van. We have fucking Erica's publicist, Jack, going, I'm trying to listen. And Mikey going, yeah, it's going down over there. And Leah, Erica's assistant's like, it's got to. Yeah. And Rena's like telling all the information to Dorit. And Jack is listening to that, the publicist. And Jack fucking leaked it. Why did that get cut out of the American version? Why? Why did that get cut out? But that's it. That's what they miss. And that's a huge piece, you guys. That's a huge piece. Um, so, uh, Kaga, stories are coming up, given to the tabloids at your hair party. They were being called and told things from the actual event. Jack, at the actual event. We see that in that scene now. And Erica's like, that I don't know. No. And Kaga's like, they were also being texted in a play-by-play of everything that was happening and talking about Kathy, too. And Eric's like, why wasn't it printed if it was a play-by-play? And we're like, that's true. It hasn't been in any publications, has it? And Eric's like, no, I want to know how come. If it was play-by-play and someone was there, how come it hasn't been printed? Has he been to the press? <laughs> and Eric's like, where is this information? And they're just like, <laughs> they're like, it's just like Waldorf and Sattler from the Muppets. They're like, <laughs> it's truly horrendous to watch. It is just like, it's just, it's like Spencer Tracy and Catherine Hepburn if they were both idiots. And they're just riffing off each other. And Kyle is just sitting there 
And she just starts smiling while they ramble to themselves, just making themselves look more and more guilty. And she's like, it's almost, that's like the Jim Halpert moment of like, do you guys see this? And Rudy goes, have you read it in the press? I haven't. Eric goes, I haven't either. And she's like, you guys are like, my God, <laughs> back and forth. And Garcelle goes, yeah, no kidding. Frickin' frack. And Kyle and I talking head goes, there are a number of reasons why a story gets squashed. They found it not to be true. They didn't have enough evidence. They say somebody had the motivation to write this. They flash a news headline from Heavy. Lisa Rinna's cryptic Instagram posts are about Kathy Hilton. Source. Kyle in the talking head says, someone powerful can say, if you post this. Well, sorry, Kyle said this, but it would be cool if the Kathy had said this. Uh, Kyle goes, someone powerful can say, if you post this, I will sue you. They show a post from Rinna's Instagram. Oh, damn. Are we back to cease and desist? <laughs> Good. And Kyle in the talking head goes, but I know that it came from that camp. This is what I was told. Kyle goes, people wanted it out there, what Kathy did to make her look bad, and it only fucking hurts me. Rinna and I talking, I goes, accusing Eric is published, I'm like, whatever, come on, it's bullshit. <laughs> Kyle knows what happened. Going to this extent to try to cover for her sister, unfucking believable. To cover for her own blood, that makes no sense. Your, your own family? Why would you ever cover for your own family? It makes no sense. Nobody in my family ever covers for me. They always throw me under the bus. They say, you don't like me. They don't want to hear from me. They don't like me at all. But you want to stand up? It doesn't make any sense. Like, Brenda, you answered your own question with them. Say, yeah, she wanted to cover for her sister. Unfucking believable. No, that's actually, that's like so believable. And uh, Rena's just really upset. But also, Rena, what do you, where's your shit eating written now that we actually have that footage of Jack at that party listening to you? Where Are we going to talk about that at the real... And we're going to talk about that at the reunion. We're going to talk about everything. <laughs> you know, like, come on, man. Own it, Rena. Own it, girl. Get it. Garcelle goes, can I just ask a question? You defended her right away as opposed to going, do you think somebody in your camp would do that? And Erica goes, no, I don't think so. Listen, I think anybody that works with Erica would do that. I don't think they're probably the best bunch group of people. You know, like, they don't strike me as solid. And, um... Garcelle goes, no, I'm not asking you. I'm asking her. Why don't you ask her that? And Rena goes, I wouldn't think to ask that because I don't think anybody would do that. There's a lot of people here. Anybody could talk. Uh, Kyle, like, just like, I wish at this moment they would also like say how many stories Rena has leaked to the press over the, the years she's been on the show. And Kyle goes, okay, so let's make sure everybody knows about this. And Rena goes, no, we don't. And Erica's like, you know, I'm having a hard time around this conversation. I'll tell you why. Because for two years, I've been having my ass chewed because I'm getting dick. No, my ass chewed upon every fucking day about things and I didn't do. And my behavior is up for discussion. Wine, wine, wine. Kyle and I talking head goes, there's absolutely no reason for this to be talked about in the press or outside this group. If you really are my friend, I need it to end so that I can repair things with my sister. Kyle in the scene goes, if it was all about how it hurt to see my sister talk to me like that, whatever. How did it become this big story? And Garcelle says, why would somebody want to take Kathy down? Eric goes, it's not about taking Kathy down. And Garcelle goes, I'm just asking a question. Eric and I talking to goes, you know, let's just make up a bunch of shit about someone else to take the spotlight off of me. Why would I do something like that? What do I have to gain by that? People that are suing me don't give a shit about Kathy Hilton. Wink. <laughs> you have to pay. You know, it's like people still want you to pay for this, Erica. 
And I know you want to take other people down with you and like, you you know, like, listen, you're suspect. You just are. Like I even said, like you married the man for a certain reason, right? You've, you've made some uh, questionable choices in your life and they were based around money. So I truly believe you would also want someone to take somebody down with you. I truly believe that. Goes, you know, this is a really dangerous game being played here. And Garcelle goes, Who's playing a dangerous game? And this is the part that frustrates me that I was so happy to see the reunion preview because this is like, this is when Kyle or Faye or anybody needs to go, hey, Rena, shut the fuck up. Remember when you told the people that Kim Richards was near death? Remember how you went for my one sister and how you did this and how Lisa Vanderpump and how like, why wasn't it right here? I'm glad we get it at the reunion, but this is where it would have been. And Rena goes, you tell me who's playing a dangerous game. And Erica's like, I'm sure Kelly has a lot of people that don't like her. As many as you, though, Erica? Come on. Faye Resnick goes, why? She's an amazing girl. Ha ha! Thank you, Faye. And Erica goes, yeah, like a lot of us. We all people who don't like us for whatever reason. Some of us, you know, uh, because we've stolen a lot of money. <laughs> Rena goes, it's not about anybody wanting to take Kathy Hilton down. Kathy Hilton will take herself down. <laughs> oh, Rena, that's cute. You can feel the cancer seeping into herself right there. Faye, who is not wearing a mic, goes, no, she won't. And Rena goes, we're not here to take anybody down. <laughs> what do you, you think this is a housewife show? I mean, what do you, where do you even get that idea? And Kyle's like, well, maybe it's someone, let's take this distraction off of Erica. There's no taking distraction off of Erica. I'm distraction. And Rena goes, ha I was going to say. And Erica's like, I love your sister, but she's not well known enough to take distraction off Erica right now. Nobody takes the distraction off Erica. Holy shit, Erica's lost her mind. <laughs> wait, wait, this was the saddest line of the night because it just shows you what she thinks of herself and who she actually is. To Like, it's like, girl, oh my God. Yeah, no, I like I said, we're a small but mighty audience that all know you. Outside of the Bravo audience, we know about your husband because he's part of a massive, massive financial scam in Los Angeles and has affected the law system here. So the word, name Girardi has meant something in the last couple of years, especially and mainly uh, it, due to criminal, criminal enterprise. You were kind of a fun side character that got a little like big within the housewives community. Kathy Hilton was Kathy Hilton before housewives even started, right? She also has the Paris and Nikki. I feel like this is so obvious, but having to explain it to you again is just wild because I just feel this is so sad because I'm like, girl, how famous do you think you are? Um, Kyle and I talking to says, this is not a competition, Erica, of who is more famous than you. But if you do want to play that game, I think Kathy's last name trumps Girardi. Boom! And Rena goes, here's where I'm having a problem. Uh, I'm Lisa Rena. That's my first problem. <laughs> she goes, we were leaving. It was all okay. <laughs> no, fucking what? We were, we were leaving. It was all okay. Okay. Like we, you know, of course I said all this shit out there, but we were leaving. It was all okay. And what are we talking about? Your sister. And not in a good light. Taking crazy pills. Dorit leans over and whispers in Kyle's ears, You should have never brought this up! Dorit. Bad way to end the season, girl. Kyle goes, I gotta get rid of my earrings. And Garcelle's, What's happening with you two? To Dorit and Kyle. And Eric's like, Okay, well, I'm going home. And Rena goes, I'm gonna go home too. Kyle to the Grismondi Diamond Lady goes, 
I want to give you guys a story after. As Rena and Erica are walking out, Rena says, if it's not out now, it's going to be out. <laughs> like, you know, sadly, we didn't see the high five that they gave each other. Kyle, hearing this, peers around the corner and goes, well, can we not let it be? Because it keeps getting emails saying that. So it keeps trying to ha- happen. Um, it was weird. This line right here is like, well, can it not be? Because it keeps getting out there. And Eric's like, absolutely not. I'm not saying a thing. <laughs> My publicist is. And Kyle's like, it keeps trying to be pushed and pushed and pushed. That's what I'm trying to tell you. And Eric's like, give me whatever you have. Kyle and I'm like, Kyle and I goes, I'm not sure what happens from here if I'm forced to choose between my two friends. Like, it's like my two friends that I do a reality show with and my sister, regardless of what happened, it's my blood. Like, it's like, we're having to explain it to idiots now. And Garcelle was like, if somebody said to me, your people did this, I'd go, would one of my people do that? And Crystal goes, it was very odd to me, the whole thing. And Dre goes, I know that they're close. So it just becomes this whole group and sides and this and that. People, boop, 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 boop. You're no different. I like standing on my own island. Dorit finding a way to be Dorit. Uh, she is, uh, you know, we get the things like, you know, I forgot it's the season finale. So we finally get like Dorit is working to overcome her trauma from the home invasion. The robbers remain at large. What a, you couldn't have said like, she's being a great mom and all that. Like you had to scare the shit out of Dorit on her final. Like Dorit's like, oh good. I said a very cool thing. Oh, the robbers remain at large. Holy shit. Dorit and the talking head goes, when you go through something like I went through and you have your friends rally around you in an instant. It makes you feel like you can get through anything unless Freddie Mellencamp is there. And then it's like, oh, are these really friends? <laughs> and then Kyle goes, why don't you give your diamonds away and come back? And Dre goes, if I make a run for it, what do you think will happen? And Chris is like, good luck, nothing, go for it. I'll just go on Radar Online. They all laughed. Crystal's postscript comes up and says, Crystal has an adopted an adorable puppy to take care of. And she's also being seen by an ED specialist in effort to take better care of herself. And that is who I believe we'll be talking to. Crystal on a talking head says, my eating disorder is just a part of my life. And I'm on a good path as long as I keep taking one step at a time towards my recovery. I'm having a good day and today's a good day. And I think that's to be applauded. Um, I just wish I knew more about that journey because that seems to be a real life journey that so many of us go through. Um Diana, this is actually very sad. They put Diana up and Diana suffered another painful miscarriage in May, it says, but she remains determined to have another baby. And I don't wish that on anybody. And I hope they have success with another baby. Sutton's like, blood is always thicker than water. Always. Water runs faster. Blood is very slow. I say, I say. I'm like, what the hell is, what, wait, what is going on here? Blood is always thicker than water. Like, how did we get to the most dramatic line at the very end from Blood is always, like, is this Yellowstone? Blood is always thicker than water. Always. Water runs faster. Blood. I say, I say, it's very slow. So just hold on. And it says, despite their awkward date, Sutton is still seeing Sanjit. However, she insists they're just friends. So it was like, it gave me hope. At the same time, it took away hope. Like, it was just, it was weird, the postscript in terms of that. And then Sutton's like, I love Ryan Bailey. Uh, so bad. I fell in love with his podcast. And then I fell in love with the man behind the podcast. And then the postscript goes, Sutton met Ryan Bailey, a uh, local podcaster, and they are now in deep love. And then Sutton in a talking head goes, this year, I was thinking about myself too much. But I'm always going to stick my foot in my mouth. I'll say, say I wouldn't be myself if I didn't. I, I really kind of, and I know, I know, I know you guys, but I love that. 
Like, cause Sutton will say some crazy fucking shit, but I like that. She admits it. And she also says, but I'm not going to like beat myself up or like, you know, all the stupid shit I do. And I beat myself up over like, she's like, yeah, I do do that. And I, that's why I am who I am. And Sutton's like, you shouldn't guess what's going to happen between you and your sister. And Gar says like, do you accept her apology? And Sutton's like, let it play out. And Kyle's like, I said, thank you to Kathy. And Garcelle says, okay. And it's for you and your sister to work out. And then it says, Garcelle's memoir came out in April to strong reviews, even if not everyone enjoyed it. And they showed a picture that Erica posted on her Instagram of it laying in the trash with the message, at Garcelle, even though you unfollowed me, I'm sure you'll see this, and kiss lips. A fun fact about this photo, it was later to be proven that Rena actually took this photo at her house and sent it to Erica to post. Ta-da! Leak it to Radar Online, peeps. But Garcelle was consoled by taking her new Birkin on her book tour. And we see Garcelle happy on her book tour. And Garcelle, when talking to her, goes, I've learned that I'm a good friend. I stand up for what I believe is right. And sometimes you just have to say how you feel. And I do that. Yeah. Kyle goes, I want everything to be okay with my family. And Garcelle goes, I know you do. They should understand if they truly are your friends. In the car on the way out of the driveway, Rena goes, I told you they would try to pin all this on us. <laughs> it's one of my last, last, last laughs of the season. <laughs> and Eric's like, it's interesting that I can take responsibility for something I've done. Wait, what responsibility? Wait, what? What did you take responsibility for? Like, did you? That was me. I tuned in. I take responsibility for that tune. I'm dumb, but no one else seems to. We thought it would be a distraction. A distraction. And we're he They truly are made for each other. I mean, I love. I do kind of love that though. Like, if you do choose to be evil, there will always be another evil person with. Like, it's like even like I kind of even appreciate their friendship of like yeah they truly are evil together. Like, they understand each other in that way. And that's kind of nice. And Erica goes, From the nuclear bomb that my life is, And then it says, Erica received some good news when a judge in one of her lawsuits ruled that she had no knowledge of Tom's alleged crimes. One legal matter she's still involved in, trying to win back the $750,000 earrings. And then we see Erica go, That 1.3. Erica in a talking head goes, my goal is to get to a peaceful place with all these women, and you never know. Their lives can blow up, and guess who can be giving them expert advice? Me. <laughs> Girl, I don't think anybody would be asking you for advice. Like, I'd be like, well, how, wait, uh, but uh, anal? How's, how does it work? No, uh, Erica's like, let's be honest. This group, including myself, because I've been so self-absorbed, we haven't given you enough under, she's telling Lisa, we haven't given you enough understanding in space about your mother. You suck it up and then, you know, you fall apart at home. That's what we do, unfortunately. I had a couple drinks and fell apart in front of everybody. But hey, you know. So this is like, like you know, Eric's like, you stuck up for me at that party. So let me let me return the favor and say we all, you know, you need more space with your mother. Let me give you a little solid right here. And we're going to go, listen, there's a lot worse things that you could have done, you know. And it says, Rinna and her family traveled to hell. Uh, no, Rinna and her family traveled to Oregon to honor Lois in a private ceremony. Uh, and then she leaked that to Radar Online. Uh, and says she still hears Lois in the song of every bird. Much respect, Lois, for real. Rinna and her talking head says, this has been probably the hardest year of my life. I sometimes don't know who I am without my mom, but I have to be, for my family, what Lois was for me. And those are huge shoes to fill. 
Man, Rena, I certainly hope you can be more like your mom. I really do. She seemed like a lovely, lovely woman. Garcelle goes, bye. Thanks for everything. It was a beautiful night. And Kyle's like, thank you, ladies. Don't steal any diamonds. And they're like, uh, Erica left already. And so like, well, these are all mine. And Kyle's like, look at those skinny little legs. You had to get one last comment in, didn't you, Kyle? You had to get one last dig in at Sutton. Uh, it says, Kyle has only seen Kathy a few times since Kathy's apology, and she has no idea if Kathy or her family will attend Farah's wedding. Kyle on a talking head says, everyone has gone through a lot in the past year. I would like to think that we will all come out on the other side, but I just don't know right now. And Kyle says, let's get the party started. Nobody's here, she says, as everybody's out of her house. Now, let's immediately go to... The Real Housewives of Beverly, oh man, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills preview for the reunion. And you guys, let's play the audio for this. You've probably already heard it, but I'm going to hear it just so we can hear it together as a podcasting family. Because uh, I think it's truly, truly magnificent. Here we go. 9.47 p.m. End of reunion taping, it says. I'm not really okay. She's asking Andy to leave. Doug. Doug? What do you want to do here? Kyle's a wreck. Kyle's a wreck. And then it, 23 minutes earlier. I need to end up in a better place here with her than when she came. Then it says, one hour earlier. You're going to hurt her. And she's the one that's your friend. Then it says, two hours earlier. I don't you need any drama with you know everybody. What you did to my sister? And you drove Lisa Vanderpump off the show. I mean, the list can go on and on. Light them up, guys. Show them the way through. 10.53 a.m. it says. We're at the beginning. Talk about Mo and Dorit having an affair. And then I heard we were swapping. Oh. Before PK met Dorit, this guy walks up to me and my friend. He goes, hey, you two chicks in porn. Paul Kemsley. Oh. I don't think I even know that. Where'd you get the cat sweater? <laughs> that is the cute sweater. That's a cute Number sweater. D. Do you have some regular friends with benefits? We well, have to have a roster. It's like a team. Wow. Oh. Your social media is disastrous. Put me on pause. So okay, do it. Worst enemy. You're out of control. No, I was not out of control. I was angry. angry. He's 14. Did you think she was behind it? I did think she was behind it. Absolutely. You turned the earrings over. Yes. You're <laughs> trying to get them back, though. We're on appeal for legal reasons. <laughs> like violated. Didn't you say you felt violated when someone broke into your home? Yeah, but someone broke into my home didn't bring me a jacket. Seemed like you maybe she was a little bit of your punching bag. I was a dead horse. I turned into glue. I didn't really understand the analogy of the glue. <laughs> <laughs> glue out of horses. horses. Lisa said that you said Dorit is a stupid, useless idiot. Crystal and Sutton are pieces of. Shit. I will destroy Kyle and her family if okay. it's the last thing I ever do. I was being abused by Kathy Hilton. Baby, you wanted it on camera because your contract was coming up. Were you upset with Lisa for bringing it onto the show? Look where we are. Look where we are right now. You are the biggest bully in Hollywood, and everyone knows it. Oh, my God, you guys. My nipples are fully hard right now. That was so exciting. Whoa. Whoa! 
Whoa. I mean, when Kathy said your contract is coming up and that's why you did, I mean, that is, I mean, first off, true. Think about it in terms of Rena. You know how she always ramps it up on the back end of the season because she realized she doesn't really have a storyline. So she always like, that was always the bit we always said about Rena. She would always hop on other people's storylines, right? She did it again. She does know her contract's up. Like, so this is truly fascinating. I truly believe Rinna does think in these terms. I also think Kathy thinks in these terms. Kathy is no, you know, like, that's what I was so kind of, I, I thought Kathy was going to come in weak. I didn't realize how strong she is, you know, like, you shouldn't underestimate Kathy. This girl's a friend of, and these ladies are pressed. Uh, I mean, really, that Kathy thing is the highlight, even though we've got the Mauricio Dorit and PK. Could you imagine them wise again? Hey, Kyle, you want to see PK's bait and tackle? Oh. Like, could you imagine? Um, we have that. Uh, we'll have some crystal stuff. Diana Jenkins is literally relegated to this. Oh, like you guys, what I'm doing is a face of like, oh, I just look at head. Like, it was just like, oh. Like, how did you go from, like, you want a new villain? Here I am. To the reunion. Oh, that's her big reunion. Oh, nothing from Diana. Like, nothing. So, uh, I mean, that, I believe, is a true season desist moment. But we're going to go through all that together. We got four weeks of this. And uh, I got to say, that made me excited. And I know I'll regret saying that because next week will probably be boring as hell. But we'll be at BravoCon. And it's going to be amazing. And we're going to have a blast. Uh, you guys, for the people that join me on these really, really long, ultra-long podcasts, I get sometimes the coolest DMs. Somebody asked for me to make this extra long this week. And I'm sorry I didn't break my record of three hours because they're running the marathon. So to that woman you got to run faster because it's only like two hours and 40 minutes. So run like the wind so you can finish the marathon before my voice stops talking. Or you can join the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash so bad it's good, where you can have over 230 episodes that have never been on the main feed. I am going to be doing a Kardashians recap after this. <sighs> uh, man, I am. But I'm going to do it. And it's fun to talk about the Kardashians. I love it. And go join the Patreon. It helps us out. And we are... Uh, gonna go to BravoCon and I'm gonna be Meditza and it's gonna be fun and come up to us and say hi and and I love you guys so much. I know uh, I know I have a very dark sense of humor and it can be mean sometimes. I get that, you know. Uh, I'm say it's because I have PTSD and it's giving me cancer. No, uh, I get that. But remember, at the end of the day, I'm basically a sensitive person like anybody else. Um, and I, I hope there's good in everybody. I really do. My dad always says, don't hate. I can be a very angry person when I talk about the housewives. And I sometimes think that is one of the fun things about the housewives. We can exercise emotions through this and through the people that we watch on screen. And sometimes that can get us uh, away from doing it in our normal lives, if that makes sense. So this is always so cleansing for me. And there's something so cool about like finishing, especially a Beverly Hills recap, because we are in so deep. I last season did these recaps and they really took off with some people and it was just so cool to watch. And, and, and just once again, I, like, I feel like I'm making a retirement speech because man, I want to sleep, but, um, you know, you guys have provided me the chance to do this. I get to do this now for a living. Like, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm eking by, but I'm doing this. I don't like, and that's because of you guys. It's because of these ladies, because there is something to talk about. And like Garcelle, I want to try to be grateful and be more grateful um, because 
for as hard, like I've never put, just like I've never put work into something like this for all the people still listening. You guys, like I've, I've even surprised myself. Like, I'm like, wow, like I really, really want this. And I'm still learning. I'm still so bad at so many things, answering DMs, especially this week, you guys. If you've tried to reach out to me, I have been MIA in so many because I've just had to keep my head down. I've guested on like seven pods on top of all the pods that I've done. Because I never want to say no to anybody, but also I, I find it so important. I want to build this audience. And I know that's impossible because these are so long and 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 we'll eventually have to do something about that. But man, if I just want to do this so bad, I have so much passion for this. And um, so thank you for being on this ride with me. I really, really appreciate that. And I'm so excited for things to come. And uh, yeah, like, so I said, I'm sorry if I have not gotten back to you this week. And also I know about BravoCon, a lot of people had reached out to me um, to go to their parties and things like that. Like uh, 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 Bravo and Blaze is having a party that, you know, I got reached out to and I wanted to go to. And and the Pink Shade ladies are doing a show on Thursday night. And I think I have to do this direct TV event that I got hired for. But I really wanted to go to these things. But I'm sorry, I'd not, I've not, if you're listening, I'm sorry, I've not responded to you back because I just didn't know my schedule yet. And I still don't. There's a lot of things that are still not in place. Um, but anyways, just know that I, 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 I don't try to ignore anybody on purpose, um, with DMS or texts or anything like that. I just, um, n- am not used to people wanting to talk to me and it's just, it's a lot different life than I had pre COVID. And so I am still learning how to do this part of everything. And a f- good friend of mine, was like, yeah, but this has been like almost three years of you, you know, being this. And I'm like, you know, I think it's, it takes me some time. I'm thick headed. And, um, hopefully, hopefully we're going to get better and, and, and be better and all that stuff. But anyways, you guys, the main point is Ren is horrible. And I hope we can all agree on that. We can come together as a family and say that you guys, uh, I will talk to you on the Patreon and I'm going to do a Salt Lake recap. That'll probably be out this weekend. If you guys want something extra and that's it. I hope you guys have the best flipping weekend ever with your family. Hug your Kathy Hilton's close, Blood, remember, runs slower than water. And uh, drink something cool, eat something good, dance, uh, read a book, watch TV, take a nap, all that stuff. And I will talk to you again on Monday if I don't talk to you sooner over the weekend for Salt Lake. Okay, bye. And bye, YouTube. Thanks for watching if you're watching this on YouTube. Bye. Betches.